Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 10. We made it to double digits of the two-player co-op podcast. Who would have thought? Actually, I, I didn't really think we would. I, I was happy when we made it to five. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin, here with my brother, Sean. How are we doing? I'm, I'm losing my yeah, voice. You, you've been better. I mean, I've been better too. I've, I've been horrible. You've but been much better in the past. Well, I've been better the last couple of days. If you guys listened to uh, episode nine, you'll know that I had to have hernia surgery here uh, recently. That was... um. A lot more painful than the actual hernia was. Uh, Thursday when I had it was horrible. Friday was worse. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. And when I talked to there's some other managers at work that have had this done, or well, one other manager, he said he was laid up in the bed for 48 hours and he didn't go back to work for like a whole week. Wow. So I guess yeah, when I saw you, tough, on, uh, I don't know. Friday, you're in pretty rough shape. Yeah, well, that was the day after. So. That was the day after, but that was worse than the day of. Really, it was horrible. Yeah. But you and Dad brought me chicken wings. They were much obliged, That's even right. though I was. You would make me laugh. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, uh, neither of us can really talk right now. No, I'm sick, and Kevin lost his voice. Uh, so screaming at the refs at a uh, yeah his eight year old well, basketball game. And as, if you've heard us talk about before, if you've been listening since the beginning, my eight year old um, is playing basketball there in the playoffs now. Playoffs? Wow, I have no voice. <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. There Sounds you go. Hold better. the throat. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, so we're going to apologize for the audio quality ahead of time. But, yeah, this was a crazy game. It's a, it's a two-year-old – not two-year-old. I always do that. <laughs> Second-grade league. Was that your neck? No, I don't know oh, what that was. Oh. I was just was perfect oh. timing as I looked That inside. was weird. It's a second-grade league. <laughs> oh, it was my ice ball popping. Oh, uh, okay. But they had, a, uh, they had a kid who's like five – he's over five feet tall. He's and he's giant. in second grade. And all he does is get rebounds because nobody can jump higher than he can reach. And he puts it back up. And it was really stressful. They were up by 13 at half. Yeah, 22 to 9. <sighs> yep. And they won 26 to 21. Yeah, they got a late basket. It was down to to three at one point. Shout out to Noah for playing some stellar defense. If you listen to this, bud, that was great. Sam saved the game at the end. He he got the rebound from the kid, from the big kid. Bradley. Bradley was on fire. Bradley was awesome. But then Sam, he got the rebound, and then he went down, and he made that bucket that clinched it with like 30 seconds left to go up five instead of three. It was amazing. Yeah, that was intense. Really proud of him. On to the semifinals now. Yep. So you'll find out next week how far they get in the playoffs, uh, but they've at least made the semifinals, so we'll see where that goes from here. What do you got over there, buddy, in your, uh, in your fancy cup? I have the least classy uh, old-fashioned that has ever been made, um, but I'm sick, so I'm going to try to just drink the sickness away. Drink it away. Uh, Is that a song, or did mm, I just... I think you made that up. Hmm. Um, but uh, So there's a nice uh, bar here downtown Memphis called the shout out silly goose shout out to silly goose. Uh, so I went there weeks ago, maybe months ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago and had the best old fashioned I've ever had. Uh, so I, I don't take that as an to, insult by the uh, way. I'm not a bartender. Yeah. Uh, so I made it a point to go back again recently and just kind of chat up the bartender and try to figure out what their secret is and, uh, learn quite a bit. Um, it turns out we had been using, uh, Regan's bitters instead of Angostura. Apparently that makes a difference. And um, I think we talked about this before, but yep. about team orange wedge versus team orange peel. Or team lemon peel. Yeah, or lemon peel. Um, apparently you don't put the the juice in there. Apparently you don't want the orange juice. You just want the oils from the peel. So you just kind of peel the orange, kind of crease it, fold it a little bit to you know get the the old juices or oils flowing 
rub down the cup with that. And um, This is sounding interesting, right? You get the juices flowing, <laughs> rub down the cup. But uh, yeah, so bottom line, uh, we had a little, I guess a triple, I don't know if it's a triple. I usually do a two-shot old-fashioned, and this one has three, so a one and a half. Um, but yeah, I got to send a nice uh, one of those plastic cups you they give you to take home from some restaurants. So not very classy, but... We'll get the job I, done. I think it's extremely classy. What are you drinking over there? I've got the good old standby of uh, seven and seven, but really it's seven and Sprite because Sprite's better than seven up. It's I feel like just that's a, a strange. Shouldn't it be clear? No, Seagram's is is colored. Oh, Seagram. Wait, what is it? What is it? What the heck is that crappy whiskey called? The blended whiskey? Yeah, yeah. It's Seagram's, made the, but what are you drinking? The recipe with seven. It's seven and seven. It's Seagram's seven. Okay, but it's Sprite and seven. Okay, I got you. I just so said, I asked. I asked you earlier if you're making a vodka Sprite, and then all I heard after that was seven, so I thought you were correcting me that, no, it's a vodka and it's seven, a, like vodka no, seven no, no, up. No, 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 sorry. So in my mind, that's that's what I was thinking you were drinking, but okay, yeah, nope. so I guess it's good that that's not clear. It's not clear. It is. Nothing, nothing is clear. Very tasty, though. I haven't had it in a long time. Um. Yeah, so... It's been an interesting week for me. Our next uh, next topic here is what we're playing. I've played a vast range of games in the since we last talked to y'all. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jess. She surprised me for Valentine's Day with a uh, 3D new 3DS XL, which it is does not come with a doesn't come with a charger. Cable. I forgot that Nintendo. You're a bunch of you d know, bags. D bags. J J holes. No. Could you be a J hole? What's a J Jack hole? Jack. No. You're yeah, Jack. You don't have to. You're jackasses. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. For not, I, I know when you tried to spin it when it came out to say it's like you're saving people money in case they were upgrading from a regular 3DS or regular 3DS XL. That is hard to say to the new one. Um, but yeah, you're stupid. Yeah. So got that. Got uh, Smash Brothers with it. I take back what I said on episode, I think two maybe, when I just didn't, I said I didn't get Smash Brothers when we were talking about the, the gamer's bucket list. Great book, by the way. You should read yeah, it if, you, if you didn't listen to that. Two. Two. I think it was two. I don't know. Um, I I see what the deal is now. It's not supposed to be Street Fighter. It's not supposed to be Mortal Kombat or Killer Instinct or Blaze Blue or any of those games like that or Tekken or Virtua Fighter. It's its own thing, and it's all about ring outs and stuff like that. Right. And now I get it. So that was fun. Uh, But Sean had let me borrow his 3DS um, a while ago, and after I finished Firewatch, I knew it was finally time to get into a game I've wanted to play since it came out three years ago almost. Uh, shout out to Brittany, uh, my fiance. She got me Zelda uh, Christmas of, what was that, 2015, so that was 2014, so 13. Christmas 2012, yeah, three years ago. Wow, I didn't realize it had been that long. But uh, yeah, Christmas 2012, that came out. Or before Christmas. I got it for Christmas that year. So so, so Link, what did you think of it? Link Between Worlds. Holy crap. So I started playing this on, on Sean's 3DS that he lent me, and then I got the new 3DS XL with a bigger screen, and it was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Once we figured out the oh, complicated God, stu- inner workings of the, of the DS and trying to figure out how to transfer a saved game we're from so my DS to his. So here's the thing. I assumed that because his 3DS has an SD card, and my new 3DS XL comes with a built-in micro SD card. That since that memory is there, that's where the game saves would be. I didn't think they would save to the freaking cartridge. Yeah. So us two dumbasses 
I was trying to figure it out ahead of time. Then I gave my th- my Sean back his 3DS with my 3DS and said, "Here, you, you, you figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> you, here's a couple of pages I Googled. I didn't have a PC, so I couldn't try the 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 two different things they had. So we're texting back and forth and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, are we stupid? I said, why not plug the cartridge into my 3DS and see if my save and your save is there? And sure enough, yeah, we're they just were there. Um, but yeah, so then I got it back. I played through the game. Oh my god. I have seriously been missing out. That game, Link Between Worlds is a 10 out of 10. Flat out 10 out of 10, and I'm still trying to figure out, I don't know if this is blasphemy or not, but I think it might be better than Link to the Past, and that's one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. I had it on mine, too. Um, it's certainly, I think it, the graphics are better, and I don't know, I guess it, it still has the nostalgia factor because it's taking place in that same yeah. world. It's old, but I'm it's not, new, too. Right. I forgot when I started playing it again. I forgot the thing about how you can... I remember that you had to rent the items and then you right. can buy them, but I forgot that they were just all available right from the get-go, which that's one of the things I like about Zelda games is working through and getting these new items. And in this game, I mean, not all the items, but there's a handful... Like the hook shot, bombs, bone arrow, um, what else? A couple wands, the hammer that yep. you can just rent from pretty much the very beginning and you have them the whole game, which uh, I think that takes away from the fun of it a little bit. Um, but there are still plenty of items that you get throughout the game. Yeah, see, I thought that was going to be one of the drawbacks to the game was this whole renting thing. When I heard when I first saw the game, when it first got announced, I was like, oh, my God, I would pay 200 bucks to go buy a 3DS just to play that game yeah. flat out. And then I saw, you know, you turn into a painting and you're going along the walls and all this stuff. And I was like, this is just weird. I don't know. That works 100%. It's a great mechanic. I love it. And then the renting thing. So you can rent the items. You can rent everything for the beginning except... Sand rod. The sand rod. Yeah. And I, I think it's a great way to do it. Like, you can tackle the dungeons in any order you want, other than you need the sand rod to get to into the level, desert palace. Right. You have to do level one. So you have to get in low rule first yeah. to get the sand rod. Yeah. No, you don't get the sand rod till you get it after you beat level one. Right. Yeah. Level one in low rule. Oh, low rule. Yeah. yeah. High rule. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Well, it depends what you make level one. Uh-huh. Because huh. I didn't get the sand rod. I think we probably tackled them in a different what level. What was the first level you did in low roll? Uh, whatever IGN's wiki told me to do first. Jeez. All right, I did that. I the, cheated a little bit. Level. I didn't look at the guides. I just, I just looked so I knew what order to do them in. But, okay. but anyway, so I thought it was great the way they did that. Um. Everything I was worried about that game, like I was, like I said, I was so excited at first. Then I got worried about a few things. I don't know why I was worried about anything. The game is great. The the wall stuff works. I like how they hide hearts and rupees and stuff yep. in the walls that you can't see. So every wall that my back or like the you know you can't it see, it, I was just to, going, okay, I'm yeah, gonna merge and see what's there. Okay. Everything. Um, the one thing I didn't get, I didn't get the red mail at the end. I'm not gonna talk about the ending because I know you're playing through it again and everything, right, but, but I don't remember the ending. Um, but the story was good. Um. Gameplay was great. There were so many little things, like when Link is walking, if a bird flies above him, I don't know why I'm motioning this, if a bird flies above him or if there's an enemy above him that's going to throw a bomb or something like that, 
he'll look up. It'll look. It's just so slightly, but he, he looks up, gives a glance, like okay, and his head will move as, as you're walking. It's just so cool. Right. And the other thing I like the going back to the nostalgia thing is. It's so cool to think like, okay, in Link to the Past, there was a heart container here or Zora's Waterfall was here. I'm right. going to go and everything's different, but there's still stuff going on in those areas. And there's still things where you've got to you know, blow up a rock to fall down a hole or, or you right. know, hack a bush down and go down a hole and all this other stuff. It's just so cool. That game is amazing. And if anybody out there hasn't played it, shame on you. Shame on me for waiting three years to play this game. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been playing is Street Fighter Five, but I'll... Uh, I'll give my thoughts on that we'll here in the next topic. Um, been playing that a lot. I do like it, um, but I've, I've definitely got some bones to pick with Capcom over that. But, uh, yeah. Sean, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Um, once you got your 3DS and I got my old one back, uh, but before you gave me Link Between Worlds back, I just, you know, I didn't have any games with my 3DS, so I just checked out what I had downloaded on the... Uh, virtual console and I've downloaded three games on the virtual console mm-hmm. Zelda Zelda 2 God bless you for downloading that and Zelda Oracle of Ages I think one of them yeah um, so those are my choices I decided you know uh, 30 no wow 30 years after yeah. It originally came out that it was finally time for me to play through and beat Master Quest on the original I, you Zelda. You must have beaten it before. I don't think so. That's crazy. I don't. Are you sure? You, have you? Yeah. A couple I, times. I don't think so. I, 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 I doubt I've that, that more game. than you doubting me not having I've played yet. that game a lot more than you have. Maybe. Yeah, there was a time where you were bigger into Zelda than me. Yeah, until it went 3D and then I just... Yeah. And that was when I was falling out of video games anyways, but yeah. But uh I had to use a a walkthrough for that. Um I mean I not to cheat, but just to know well, where I looked up maps for all the levels so I knew right. where to go and where I could avoid and then I basically read guides on what to do in between levels. Um so I knew what heart containers I now had access to, things like that. Um but yeah, finally beat it. Um like I was telling you the last level uh, the master quest is much easier than That's the last so level weird. in the original quest. See, I know I haven't played it in forever because I don't. Re- I can remember the last level, but I don't remember it being that much easier. I remember yeah. the 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 last dungeon in the regular quest being freaking ridiculous. Yeah, because there's the the steps, the, the, like, like the, the little warp things. things yeah. yeah, that you had to go through several of them. Plus, while you're working your way through the level, you got to find. You don't have to. You have to find the silver arrow, and then there's also the red right. ring that you can get. Yep. And yeah, but um, no, I finally beat uh, Master Quest. Um, once that was done, and again before I got Link Between Worlds back, I decided to try to pick up Oracle of Ages. Picking up, I still don't know where. Like right in the middle of the game. Um, That's kind of tough. Yeah, I had to kind of cheat. Well, not cheat, but read up, try to figure out where I was and where I needed to go, and didn't get too far in it. Um, and then now I've got Link Between Worlds back and started playing that and. You've already really talked about it enough, but I forgot how just beautiful that game was. I forgot yeah. how they how it was really a 3D Zelda game with just a top-down perspective. Yep. I was thinking it still had just Link, or Link from the Past graphics, but just 
cleaner, crisper. But no, no it's, it's just all, all done in 3D. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. And even if you turn the 3D off, because my yeah, eyes can I, only take it for so I long. I do it for about I, 10 minutes at I a time. I try to play it with the 3D on, and I guess it's different on the new 3DS XL. It's easier. Or you can look at it from different angles or something. Really? I played with it for as much as I could, but even when I would turn that off and go 2D, like when Link would jump on the... You know, you'd hit the things with a hammer, the laughing faces, and they'd shoot you. They like, sh- still yeah. look cool as hell, yeah. even without the 3D on. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot of Zelda for me this past week. Okay, well, that now that brings up a question for me. This is something I've been thinking of. I forgot to ask you, so I'm going to ask it now. Have you played Link's Awakening? I forget. That I've played, I've beaten. I think the only <laughs> Zelda games I haven't beaten, other than the let's pretend they never happened, uh, CDI games. Oh my God! Those no, those didn't happen. Um, I never beat Oracle of Ages or Oracle of Seasons, okay. and I never beat Spirit Tracks or Phantom Hourglass. I have Phantom Hourglass. But I, I haven't. I beaten saw it that yet. in the games you gave me, and then I looked. I, I I looked up a Let's Play. I was like, Oh, this looks beautiful. I want to play this. And then I started talking about how it's all touchscreen. I yes. said, Nope. I'm not even. I'm That's, not even gonna try it. That's stupid. Yeah. I I, I remember that. that. I thought it was just Spirit Tracks that was like that. No, it's both of them. That's that stupid. was a definite uh, draw. It's almost as far removed from any other Zelda game. I'm exaggerating here, but it's almost as different from other Zelda games as the stupid CDI games were. Right. I mean, not obviously not to that extent, but you're just dragging him around and you just That's tap stupid. on what enemies. What were they thinking? And, yeah, I don't know. Not a fan. I mean, it was fun when I played it, but I never finished it and you know that means they're probably gonna put out some crap now that nintendo's making mobile games they're gonna probably gonna put out some crappy zelda touch game at some point probably but they won't horrible. they won't be expected to <sighs> to be that good. okay so anyway so as link's awakening there's some people i've been reading up on zelda ever since i played this some people say that's the best 2d zelda game is link's awakening and i remember no. I've, I've played it a little bit on it's tim's good. game boy i think but that was the first zelda actually they've only done it in to my knowledge, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. So that one and then the Oracle games. But that was the first game where you could actually jump as Link, which was Oh yeah, yeah. He did like a new. spin jump or something. You get like a feather a and flip yeah, or something. you had a jump okay. you know, one spot on the on the screen. But it's a good game. I like it better than Oracle of Ages. I've never played Oracle of Seasons, but I assume that's pretty similar. Yeah. Um I I I'd probably like it better than Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, but just because. no, it's not as good as. <clears throat> is it worth not paying six bucks to go play it or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's worth a playthrough. I think. Okay. Obviously, get the DX version. Whatever, right, the that's colored. the one that's on the virtual console. So that's what okay. I was thinking. The, the yeah, I think it's version. it's worth it's worth a playthrough because I know I've played it, but I've definitely never beaten it or, or probably played more than a half hour. On right, it or it's basically but. it's more involved than original Zelda. It's like Link but, or. Link to the Past, but dumbed back down to 8-bit like graphics. Link, Link two, Zelda 2.5 or something. Right, yeah. But no, I think it's it's worth a playthrough for 6 bucks. Okay. Well, you know what we got next, Sean? What do we got? We got news. I love that. All right, so the first item here on our most important news of the week. Street Fighter Five launched. <sighs> Sigh. Yeah. So first, I'm going to talk about the good stuff. This is probably the best playing Street Fighter game they've ever made. The controls are perfect. They've yeah. they when when they talked about everything, and you've heard us talk about it in the last couple of podcasts about making the game more accessible and quote unquote and all that stuff. 
Um, now I know what that means. It is so much easier to pull off special moves. Not that I had trouble with it, but I look at my kids now. Shout out to Nick and Noah. Um, they're they're getting into fireball fireball Genji, battles like they used to. Yeah, and they're doing super moves and, yeah. and all this other stuff like without me having to jump in. Um, they've gotten rid of a lot of. Well, not a lot of because Chun Li's fireball is still a charge move, but like um, Charlie Nash is in there now. Guile's not in there yet. Um, his sonic boom is a down to four. It's a quarter circle. It's right. not a charge anymore. So they made that a lot easier. He's fun to play because I don't have to charge. I don't like charge moves. Right. Um, oh, that's awesome. Gary just uh, sent me a DM. Gary Parrish sent me a DM. Wow. On uh, Twitter because I tweeted him after. Did you listen to his first segment today? It was tough. Oh, probably not because you were, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was tough. But he just sent me a DM. That's awesome. Thanks, Gary. Um, yeah. Shout out to you, Gary Parrish. Parrish. You're not listening, but you, great if, uh, local sports radio yeah. host. And he's, he's been through a really tough time this week. Yeah. Um, nobody should have to go through that. But okay, anyways. Uh, Street Fighter plays great. Um, super moves are easy. It's so simplified. I like the V skills and the V triggers and all this stuff. I love how all that works. I've actually won a couple matches online. I was telling Sean, I figured out my problem with playing online is I just will play as Ryu as Ken all the time. Yes, Ryu. I say Ryu. Um, and if I'm fighting somebody who's Ryu or Ken, I don't care what their like XP is or whatever their rank is, I'll hang in there and I'll probably beat them. If I play anybody else, I get my butt kicked because these new players, you know these new characters, I don't know how they play. I know how to play against Ryu. I know how to play against Ken. Chun-Li too, but when she does that damn... She has that kick up in the air like the sweet chin music thing straight right. up in the air. <laughs> it's tough to play against them, but um, yeah, the gameplay's great. If, if it was just based on gameplay, this game would be one of my favorite Street Fighters, and it may end up being that, but that's enough good stuff. Let's talk about the bad stuff. So I've got here's my first note under uh, Street Fighter V launch. People are pissed, and people are pissed. Yeah. So word broke. Game came out last Tuesday. Word broke. I think it was Monday night. I guess it was on Reddit for a few days before, but it started hitting Twitter and everything. Tuesday morning, I think it was, or Monday night. And Twitter is funny because I saw this, that apparently Street Fighter V wasn't going to have an arcade mode. The first thing that popped into my head was Angry Joe and an Angry Rant is going to be coming. And he did do one. I wish he would have given me a shout-out like he did on Twitter. But So I, I just made a little tweet, and I said... You know, apparently Street Fighter Five doesn't have arcade mode. Are you kidding me? I can hear Angry at Angry Joe Show getting ready to do a rant right now, and he retweeted it. Your phone. Blew Holy up. crap! The power of Twitter. I oh my god. I don't know how these people. I mean, I know guys that are they're famous and they've got hundreds of thousands of followers or millions of followers or something like that. They just turn off notifications. I understand that. You probably have to. Yeah. But dude, my phone blew up. I I, I should go back. I'll, I'll look it up in the next segment. But dude. My phone blew up with all these retweets and likes and all this other stuff. I, I, I had like 120 re, uh, likes or retweets and like 25 of the other. I don't remember which was higher, but my phone was blowing up. And I had like, you can like click on a tweet that you send. You can view like the analytics for it. Yeah. It was interacted with like 80,000 times or something like that. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. So that was cool, but I'm still like, but there's no freaking arcade mode. Okay. So here's why people are pissed. Because we knew before launch, we were told by Capcom in a PS blog post, and I'm going to read this now if y'all will indulge me because this pisses me off. We were told by Capcom that there was a basic story mode, 
There was character stories, what they called it. And then the cinematic story mode was coming in June. So what I interpreted that to be was there was either an arcade mode. I really thought it was arcade mode. I thought you could just play through a game, go through the ladder, you know, fight eight guys or whatever, and then fight the boss and get the end to that story. And then the thing coming in June, the cinematic story was going to be like the last Mortal Kombat or like, uh, what was it called? Injustice Gods Among Us and stuff like that, where you fight. It's a story mode that will, you know, you'll play as Ryu and then you'll switch to Ken and then you go over to Chun-Li and you play as everybody through this story. And that would that would be really cool. But I'm like, I'd still rather play arcade mode. There's no arcade mode. I want to read the PS blog post that was done by Capcom back on January 25th, about three weeks before this game launched. Bear with me here. Hey, everyone. I've been itching to tell you about this for the longest time, and now I finally can. We're happy to reveal the single-player story details for Street Fighter V. There are two main components to the story experience, character stories and the cinematic story expansion. Sounds good so far, right? Sounds great. Let's continue. Character stories. We knew there would be a lot of new players who are jumping into the franchise for the very first time, so we wanted to provide a way for everyone to become familiar with the eclectic personalities of each fighter. Each character has his or her own storyline that provides background information on what drives him or her to fight and what that fighter's relationships are to the other characters. Sounds like a normal arcade mode or, or regular story mode, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Each story has been illustrated by renowned Japanese artists, blah, 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 blah. I think you find this colorful throwback style fits perfectly, and it is brilliantly drawn, beautiful. Um, hand-drawn, you know, cutscenes and stuff. They don't move. Even, you know, Peace Walker moved. These are just static images. What answers does Ryu seek in his never-ending journey? What happened to Charlie Nash after his apparent demise in Street Fighter Alpha? Who is Nakali and what does he want? Play the character stories to find out all these answers and more. Once you complete all of them, you'll be ready for the next part of the story experiences, which is the cinematic story expansion. Does that sound... Like what you know the story mode ended up being? Not uh, not from what I've experienced of it. Let me just tell you all, if you haven't played Street Fighter V yet or if you've been living under a rock, do you know what the story mode is in this stupid game? Two to three fights per character. With these stupid cutscenes in between, the fights are on like the easiest difficulty ever where my dog could beat these, could, could win these fights. You start... Shout out to Buddy. Shout out to Little Buddy. You start with full V-skill or V-trigger. You start with full critical arts meter. So you can just do a super move and do your V-skill right off the bat. They don't block. They don't do anything. They're just there. And then you got these cutscenes. The story mode, as it sits right now, is like six or seven minutes per character. And I'm not exaggerating. Yep. Now I can vouch for that. It is ridiculous. So... So there's that. Well, tell me, is there anything that I read wrong in that that, that tells you you're going to get two or three rounds? Not even These aren't even fights like you would really think where they're two or, like best two out of three, two or three times. No. These I are one-round fights. If I'm going to play devil's advocate, I don't know that anything in there was necessarily a lie. I think it was carefully crafted to, lie. to deceive people, but nothing in there was technically a lie. But, yeah. Not good. Now, with hindsight, yeah. You're like, oh, I see what they were saying now. Right. Okay. 
if you'll indulge me for a little bit longer. Cinematic story expansion. For the first time in franchise history, we're creating a cinematic story experience that takes players deep into the Street Fighter action and mythology through beautifully rendered cutscenes. So not hand-drawn stuff. They're actually going to be rendered cutscenes. The story expansion will be available to players as a free content update releasing in June. That's great that it's free. It damn well better be after they did this. Chronologically in the Street Fighter storyline, this is what a lot of people wondered. It takes place between the events of Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 3, and it fully explains everything that transpired in that time period. So I guess Street Fighter 3 is still the latest game in the time period. Not that anybody really cares with is Street Fighter. Yeah. But yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We're, fine. we're, handling, we're, we're handing out the, the final beta, and there's bearded Ryu, and everybody lost their, you know. He looks like Joel. He does. With a lot more muscles. With jacked up Joel. Yeah. So I'm pissed. Angry Joe called this, and he really nailed it. Street Fighter V Early Access Edition. So here's... The game is $60. It's clearly not complete at all. Right. However, the other side to that is, like I said, the game is great. It plays great. It is so much fun to play. And you only have to buy one game. Street- you supposedly have new content. For life. Yeah, so Alex is coming out next month. They're, they're doing a character each month for the next five months, plus the story expansion. Everything can be earned for free if you get enough fight points. Right. We don't know how much characters are going to cost yet. It may be that it's a million fight points to get one character. If that's it, then I'm just going to get Guile and maybe Balrog, and that's it. But yeah. um, so, so the other part of that, so the other flip side is Street Fighter 4 hit. Street Fighter 4? Super Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4 Arcade Mode, and Ultra Street Fighter 4. Yep. That's, well, how many games? That? That's $240 you had to spend. Now, I, well, those are if you purchase them separately. Right. You could buy up, you know, down, you could buy DLC to upgrade each game. But still, they're not doing that anymore, which is really cool. And they want this game to last four or five years. That's really cool. I'm very thankful for that. But I would rather them, oh, and in March, challenge modes are coming and trials. I can't remember what else. But I'm like, just wait a month. Wait till March and put that stuff in there. And now they've said, they finally responded to everybody being pissed off about no arcade mode. And they said, we're aware of it and we're considering it. So it may be coming as a free update. I'm pretty sure it will because the, the game is so good. They don't want to do anything to piss people. And, and the thing is, these, you know, these pro players out there that are like, well, all we do is play online. Why are you guys so pissed anyways? Good for you. Right. I'm happy. Not everybody is a freaking pro player that's going to go you know, on the cop Capcom Pro Tour or whatever it's called, you know. Some of us like to play... F- I, I love arcade mode in every fighting game I've ever played because every freaking fighting game other than this has had it. It sounds like uh, Capcom is creeping down towards Konami standing in your books. I, I've thought that. I really hope it's not true. Yeah. Um, oh, not to mention the cinematic story expansion, this big thing. It's so awesome. One to two hours. Great. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And there was online issues, too. I didn't really experience it. It takes a while to find a, an opponent sometimes, but, I mean, I don't care. It gives me time to check my phone or whatever. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add, Sean? Uh, that's it. We should probably move along. Rant over. Yeah. Sorry, Angry Joe. <laughs> I didn't really. It's not Angry Joe rant. It's just, never mind. All right. Next item. PSVR. Is it coming in fall 2016? Apparently, the GameStop CEO let that slip. So he was quoted as saying, quote, we will launch the Sony product this fall when he was talking about VR in an interview with Fox News. 
And we're also in discussions with the other two players, those being Oculus Rift and HTC Vive. So once IGN put this story, and this is from IGN, once they put that story up, GameStop, of course, reached out to IGN and said, whoa, to clarify, Sony has not officially announced a release date for the PlayStation VR. Whenever it launches, we're excited about how the technology will change gaming. Uh, but all the rumors were saying that this was going to come out first half of 2016, and now apparently it's not coming out till the fall, which is interesting because the Oculus Rift is right around the corner, and we're going to get to the next item on the list here in a little bit, yeah. um, HTC Vive or Viv, whatever it's called. Um, but but uh, what do you think, Sean? Uh, I didn't realize Oculus Rift was coming out that soon. I wouldn't have thought before hearing this, I don't think I would have expected PSVR to be first half of 2016 anyway. Um, fall of 2016? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it slips a little bit more and just you know have it come out just in time for Christmas, but... I, I wasn't expecting it before June anyway, personally. But Well, I guess what a lot of people thought was that it might come out in June with... That, that's when No Man's Sky comes out. So everybody thought No Man's Sky was going to come out. You're going to be able to play it on your PS4 normally or is also going to be compatible with VR, which would be pretty cool, but maybe that's not the case now. We'll see. The, the only thing I really care about is what the price is going to be. Um, we'll, we'll do that next. So the... Uh, just yesterday, this broke. The HTC Vive. Vive? Vive? Vove? Vum? <laughs> I smell a virtual reality gaming come. I don't know. That died out. Um, so let me just say. Yes. Oh, wait. You wanted to do your little... All right, yeah, he can continue with what you were saying. The price for the HTC Vive, Vive, Vove, Vum is... Seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. That seems holy crap. So I'm sure it's not fair to you know discount HTC. Oh, it's completely fair. Go right ahead. I'm I'm think I'm thinking what you're thinking. Well, I don't know, but the only experience I've ever had with HTC. That's right. Was my one foray outside of the Apple iPhone. Before you I saw got the, the light. HTC the Inspire. Sense. Or was it the Inspire? Inspire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big I went from one. the iPhone. You left the iPhone family for that? I thought that was your first smartphone. Th- no. I had, oh, okay. I had a 3GS. Okay. Three, 3GS? Is that what it's called? Either that or the 3G, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was the 3. It just... In my head, it sounded an awful lot like 3DS. I'm like, wait, am I just making this up? Yeah, it was the 3GS. So that was my first iPhone. And then I said, yeah, let me try this whole Android thing. And not to knock Android. It was nothing against Android. But this phone was garbage. Um, They make a big deal about, oh, Apple doesn't have a removable battery. But, you know, we do. That's because their battery works. And if that thing wasn't removable, my phone would have been broken a week into it. There were so many times that the only way I could get that phone to do anything was to take the battery out of it and right. put it back in to get it to reboot. It right. would just freeze up all the time. So, And again, it's probably not fair to judge HTC based solely on that, but that is the only experience I've had with them, and I wasn't too impressed. But I got gotcha. you. So some of the differences between the Oculus Rift at 599 and the HTC, whatever it's called, at 799 um, This one does come with two... Oh, what do they call them? 
I think they call them lighthouses, like the the Roomba, um, that track your movement in a room, so you can move around and it tracks where you're going and replicates that in the game. Okay. And it also comes with the two touch controller things. Yep. So it comes with those, and it comes with two games, Oculus Rift. They're releasing the controllers at some point. Oculus Rift comes with an Xbox 360 or or not Xbox One controller um, for five ninety nine. That's it. So you do get more for your buck, more bang for your buck. Yeah. It was just, it was the right thing if I said yeah, bang or you not. Just bang, bang. Diamond Dallas Page. Um, but apparently the the graphics card you need is about two hundred dollars or so to upgrade to. So then there's that also just to have wow. your PC compatible with the. Uh, with the the Vive or the Vive, if you don't have it already, um, so I don't know. That's Sony should be sitting back right now, and and Shuhei Yoshida and Andrew House and all the guys should be saying, "What do we have to do to make this thing just under five hundred now?" If they like, go under five hundred, like four hundred, I used to think that was a sweet spot. Now they just have to be under. If they go four ninety nine, they wreck everybody. They, they've got it. Yeah. Now so. is the idea that that is something you pair with a PS four? Or it, it's a standalone, or no, you don't really it, know. It has to work with a PS4. Okay. And it's not Bluetooth. It's wired, and there's a processing box that'll be separate from your PS4 that apparently is the size of the Wii U. So wow. they, they really haven't figured out VR yet no, as I far guess as not. making it Jeez. you know seamless and, and, and everything. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at right now with the, with the VR. Well, uh, Quick news here. If you're a Fallout 4 fan, good for you. Um, they announced three DLCs coming. Automatron is uh ten bucks. Um, I, I just don't care about Fallout, but a lot of people do. It's ten bucks, and there's a bunch of evil robots, and you got to go hunt them down and get their parts. So go do that. There's also Wasteland Workshop for four ninety nine, which is like a Pokemon got to catch them all kind of a thing in Fallout, which is weird. Um. And then there's Far Harbor, which is twenty four ninety nine. Far Harbor. Far. <coughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Kevin just popped a stitch. My incision hurts so bad. Don't make me laugh. I gotta try not to laugh. It hurts. Um, it's like a big story expansion. It's twenty five dollars. So go do that. The funny thing is, they announced at the beginning before Fallout Four was released that the the season pass for DLC was thirty bucks. They also announced, it's kind of bad, but it's kind of cool, that it's going up 20 bucks on March 1st. So at least they didn't just raise the price and not tell people. They're saying, hey, it's coming if March 1st. Now, if you get in now, you'll yeah. get it for 20 bucks cheaper. So good for them. I guess that's, that's good for them, looking out for the consumer and everything. All right, next, it's our Kojima News of the Week. There's a whole bunch here. I feel like we could do this segment every week because he's been in the news so much since he got out of Konami. But I think we do do this segment every week. I think we missed last week. Mm. I'd have to go back. Uh, I will go back right now. Keep talking. Oh, I need to look at that tweet still whenever you start talking for a while. Um, so the first thing at DICE, you know, we, oh, no, we did talk about last week because he was going to be at DICE. Never mind. Um, or that was the week before. So at DICE, uh, the DICE conference, Metal Gear Solid Five got awarded Adventure Game of the Year. For 2015, as it should, um, Konami was not there to accept, which is hilarious to me because they probably weren't there because Kojima was going to be there and they just didn't want to deal with it. Bunch of freaking awkward. Yeah. Um, and he got the Hall of Fame award, you know, and he got a standing ovation for that, which is awesome. But he also did, which is really cool. He did a lot of interviews um, throughout the week. 
talking to, to different outlets and giving his thoughts on a bunch of different things. So first, he talked about his next project, his big game, well, or I should say his game that he's working on for Sony. He talked about how he feels so free right now. He says his next project is hopefully going to be a big game made by a small team. He said he feels extremely free, free right now. He's trying to make a big, edgy game with an extremely small team. For my first project, I'm working with Sony, so I have to do something for them, but I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I have no intentions of ever changing anything I do in order to be a hit to sell more. So he's got a vision for this game. He's going to stick to it, and that is very good for me to hear. Um, but it's funny, too, because he said that a lot of times, a lot of people were thinking his first game was going to be small, this indie game and all this, and he said, I can't, yeah, that's, that's I not can't do that. That's not Hideo Kojima. Yeah. They expect me to do something that could turn into a series and could turn into animes and could turn into all this other stuff. So he's going to do something big. He hopes it turns into a whole video game series. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what do you think, Sean? Everything I heard from that... Has me uh, has me very excited. I'm excited. Um, I I think it would be hard for him to, I guess, just flat out fail at anything. Yeah. Um, he's obviously created quite the uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> je ne no. sais quoi. The uh, you know the hype is going to be there based on Metal Gear Solid. So. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think anything he does will be a failure. There may be some people that are disappointed just because they have their the bar. You know, he set his own bar pretty high for or you know from Metal Gear Solid. But um, and not to mention, some people were disappointed with Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, yeah. It, even as slight as that disappointment was, it right. wasn't like for me, it wasn't the best game ever made. So I was quote Which unquote was, disappointed. Right. Right. So that's kind of how I I see this playing out. Um, but no, I'm sure whatever he does, it'll be great. I'm not expecting to see anything from him before probably 2019. By the time I don't we actually see that. Uh, I think we'll in, see it next year. We'll see something at E3 next this year. This is a big game with a small team. Metal Gear Solid Five was a big game with a big team. And then that took well, two or three years. So not to mention he's still looking for a facility. He's still building a studio <laughs> and hiring people and stuff. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, so he's going to stick to a strong story with strong gameplay, which is what he does best. Every game played better than the game before it. Um, and one of his quotes here to Polygon was, I have the feeling that I can't fail, I cannot disappoint. Because he said if he fails with this game, then there might never be anything more with Kojima production. So mm-hmm. I hate that he feels that way, but I'm also glad that he feels but, that way. Yeah, Because he knows he's got he's to knock it out of the park, and I know he will. Right. Uh, I'm working with Sony. He said they're not controlling what he's doing at all. That was part of his conditions when he agreed to a deal with them. So he said it's been very nice and very pleasant. I'm sure it's great for him um, because he doesn't have to deal with the, the, the crazy people at Konami and all their, their oversight and everything. Um, and then he did talk about how he wants to work with uh, Del Toro again and, and uh, Norman Reedus. I don't really care about Norman Reedus. I don't know everybody why, why everybody's so hung up on him, but I don't watch Walking Dead. I don't give a crap so, about zombies. Like I, I'm a big Norman Reedus <laughs> fan, but that has absolutely nothing to do with Walking Dead. That has to do with Boondock Saints. Oh, Jesus, that's right. Duh, that's I, why I apologize. I, I apologize. And 
I mean, yeah, it was cool that he, you know, showed up in PT. But, yeah. I mean, you don't see him till the... The last... I mean, it's the very last thing you see before you're like, oh, hey, I'm I'm Norman Reedus. But, uh, oh, yeah, I love the guy from Boondock Saints. But, yeah, you and I are in agreement here that Walking Dead, uh, severely overrated. Sorry I just don't care. Any fanboys out there, but... Yeah, I don't sorry. See the big I deal. just don't. I'm over zombies, and I was surprised. I liked The Last of Us as much as I did. They weren't really zombies. That made sense. It was that a was virus. that it was, was a cool bacteria story. fungus that went out of control. Right. It was actually believable, unlike right. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um. So also talking about collaborations, you know, he was on stage with a good old Guillermo of the Bull, um, and Guillermo del Toro. Um, when he was asked if Kojima, if he was going to work on a game with Kojima or something else, whatever, Reedus pointed or. Reedus of the bull pointed to him and said, I'll do whatever the bleep he wants, which is just awesome. Um, and he just doesn't care. So yeah, I, I still hope they do a spiritual successor to PT slash silent Hills down the road, but we'll see. That actually leads into my next point. So remember when I said uh, a couple weeks ago that on his technology tour, he was looking at VR and I said, just imagine if you take PT slash silent Hills and you put it in VR yeah. I mean, we might all die, like I said. I, we I might die playing throw that mask yeah. off my face so quickly. When he was asked about VR, Kojima said he's very intrigued by the technology. He says, shooters are fun, but I'm more interested, for example, in bringing out feelings in people that are unique to VR, Kojima told IGN. Some feelings, maybe displeasure, maybe horror. But not the kind of horror you get from grotesque or gory things, but a different kind of horror, like, like freaking psychological PT. I was yeah. just like, I don't, I don't want to turn the corner. I don't want to. I hear the baby crying. I don't want to open that door. I mean, I think that is the full. That is the. In my mind, that is the best use. If you're gonna do VR video games, I think you have to go horror, like survival horror, whatever. That is, you gain. <clears throat> The most, in terms of any video game genre I can think of, I think you gain the most experience. Yeah, from the, the, the immersion. Yeah, in yeah a a horror video game. So, yeah. I think that's that's that definitely needs to happen. So the last thing here, um, he did kind of talk about Metal Gear Solid a little bit, which I was um, I was very interested to hear about. Um, First thing, he said he did not miss Metal Gear. Um, he said he's on to making something new, and he's making a new game, and that Metal Gear is over for him. But go ahead, at Gray Fox MGSV. By the way, he blocked more people that I talked to on Twitter who told him why his theories are complete BS, and he's just leading people on. I saw you getting into a little uh, Twitter squabble. Yeah. With, yeah. He's still he's blocked other people. So if you don't agree with his theory, he can't take criticism, so he just blocks you. So anybody that's listening to this, please tweet... At Gray Fox MGSV and tell him he's a little bitch. <laughs> From at Kevin White twenty four. And the funny thing is he's blocked me, but I use Echofon and Twitter. I use both apps, but I mostly use Echofon. On Echofon, I can still see everything he tweets. I can go to his profile, I can see everything. But so you just can't contact him. I can tweet at him. I don't think he hears it. I don't yeah. think he sees it because he's blocked me, but it still feels good to me. Um so he said he doesn't miss Metal Gear. Um the the other thing he uh, he talked about, he said a lot of people have this misconception that he spends too much money or he takes too much time on games. Obviously, he's he's throwing jabs at Konami and uh, about Metal Gear Solid Five. He said, my last project, obviously we know what that was, was late by about five or six months. That's interesting. That means Konami wanted it out in March. 
which is what I originally thought when Ground Zeroes came out in March 2014. I thought Phantom Pain was going to be out March 2015, was my prediction. Seems like that's probably what they were going for, and then it was late by six months. He said, my last project was late by five or six months, but I've always kept my word on timelines and budget. For example, I do take three to four years to make games, but that's the plan from the start. So there you go. Good 2019. Yeah, just, just <laughs> mm, take it. Take it and like it, Konami. Um, anything you want to add there, Sean? That was a lot of Kojima stuff, but I, this, was, this was actually a big week for Kojima, so I wanted to make sure we talked about that. Yeah, I think we covered it pretty well. Okay. Main topic for the week. So... I thought this would be a happier topic because I thought I'd be really happy with Street Fighter V and everything would be rainbows and unicorns, you know, pooping out sherbet ice cream and stuff, but in the squatty potty. Um, That's not the case, but I do still want to talk about, so Street Fighter V launched and both Sean and I had our first experience with Street Fighter II, obviously in the arcades back in the early, early, early 90s. Yes. Um, So we thought it'd be fun this week to kind of take a trip down memory lane and talk about some of our favorite arcade gaming memories, mostly from the 90s, I would say. Maybe late 80s a little bit. We might have gotten in there in the bowling alley and stuff. But Oh, yeah. It was mostly 90s. The vast mostly f- early and mid-90s. Yes. From 91 to about 94, I'd say. Maybe 95. Yeah. That's when all this took took place. So, was- um, The one thing that always I never really got into, got into, 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 that, into that much, I think you did. I know my kids do. They they love when we go to Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. It's the ticket games and stuff. Like, well, that's all that's left now. Yeah, home guitar here, console game. I mean, mobile games in your cell phone. There, you have way so more much power more than power. we had in a big yes. arcade cabinet. So ten years ago, the video arcade games just don't have the same appeal anymore, and people know that. So that's really all they can do now is have these ticket games. Your skee ball, your little. Slide the coin down the ramp, which and is get it complete slot. Yeah, or the, the 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 little arm that comes down. Somehow yeah. Nick won two bouncy balls at the bowling alley a couple like a couple months ago. I was amazed by that. That was awesome. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, hope you're not listening because Daddy said a swear word in the last segment. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I when I think of ticket games, I think of old school ticket games, not these new ones. Yeah, like skee ball, like. Throw the football through the oh yeah the holes. Throw you know basketball. Um, the the thing where you drop the coin in and then it falls and then the thing oh, keeps moving. Yeah, it has yeah, to yeah, push yeah, the yeah. coins off the yeah. ledge. But they never. You'd get like a couple to drop, but all those coins in there. How did they not all fall at some point? I don't know. That was frustrating. But um, no, I I kind of got into them. I think I always had these um, illusions that or. Delusions, I guess. Delusions of grandeur. Of grand, yeah. Actually, that's perfect. Delusions of grandeur, grand, grandeur, grand, grandeur, grand e u r. Je ne sais quoi. How many points? Am I, I'm down four to one, right? I think it's five still, to one. No, it, no, um, it was four to but one. Still I had uh, at least go, one. Somebody go back and fact check. <laughs> possibly multiple birthday parties back in the day at yeah, just fun. Yep, uh, in good old Watertown, New York. Shout out. And when you hosted a birthday party there, I think they gave everybody... So you had the tickets. But when you hosted a birthday party there, they gave everybody one of those cards, like a little piece of paper. It was essentially a 50-ticket gift certificate, basically. Because they knew it wasn't worth (laughs) jack nothing. And being the birthday boy, usually people would just give them to me. And all of a sudden, I was like... Oh my God, I have like I have 500 money. tickets. And it's like, what can I get with this? 
Uh, you can get this, you know, little ball in a cup. You get the, or, like, the monster that yeah. goes on your, and your right. finger. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then you see, like, I was going to say the PlayStation, but back then probably, like, a Super Nintendo on the wall, and it was, like, 100,000 yeah, tickets. Yeah, like, nobody ever, come, ever You would spend $10,000 trying to get 100,000 tickets, but I don't know. Uh, I was probably more into the ticket games than you, but I was never that crazy about them. Skee-ball, I was always tempted to just kind of go up alongside the machine and just kind of toss the balls into the hole instead of rolling them the way you're supposed to. But I remember always being afraid of, well, I don't want to do that. What if they see me and they kick me out? Nobody's going to kick you out. If there's any kids listening right now, just go do that. Next time you're playing skee-ball, just walk up alongside the machine, just drop the ball in the hole. Nobody cares. People working in those places do not care what you do. They know the tickets are worthless anyway. Just do whatever makes you happy. But, um, yeah, long story short, those tickets are absolutely worthless. They're worth less than the crappy paper they're printed on, I think. Yeah, if you turned in a piece of construction paper's worth of those tickets, which would be like, you know, 50 tickets, it wouldn't even buy you a piece of construction paper. You know what's worth more than that? No. Shroot bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what is the ratio of shroot bucks to to something no! something nickels? Oh. Uh, he said it's the same as the ratio of unicorns to the Stanley. I don't it remember. What Stanley he said, is. Oh god, the oh, office is so good. I miss it. All right, so Kevin's much. about to pop a stitch. We gotta oh. stop making him laugh. I don't have stitches, but something's gonna pop. All right, um, weird. So. Uh, that's ticket games. That's all the time we're going to spend on that. Yeah. Uh, the next topic we have is uh, sports games. We're talking NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. Um, yeah. Oh, good find. Arch Rivals. Uh, now, so here's my memory of Arch Rivals. I don't think Arch Rivals know. was NBA Jam before NBA Jam. Yes. There would be no NBA around, Jam if there was no people. Arch Rivals. Right. Was it two on two? It wasn't it was five, two on two. five. No, it was two on two. It was two on I two. think we played that more on the NES. I remember we didn't own it, but we rented, we rented that it multiple a few times. times. Yeah. But my first memory with that is that the good old YA out on Fort Drum, shout out to Fort Drum, playing it there. I'm pretty sure, or at the commissary yeah. or something, I'm pretty sure they had it at the YA. I think it was playing the YA. Arch Rivals there. Yeah. So much fun. I would just shove the hell out of you or anybody I was playing. Yeah. Um, but it was, was not, so much fun. It wasn't was a good game, but it was officially so much fun. licensed, right? No, no, no. Just that was just made up team. players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one that I remember, it was fun, but it wasn't as big as Blitz or NBA Jam or anything. Was the NHL game? I think it was just called NHL Two on Two Arcade or something like that. See, now we owned what on Saturn? NHL ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven, NBA Live ninety seven. Yep. That's the only hockey game I've ever played that and hockey enjoyed. game was amazing now a lot of people say nhl 94 for genesis or super nintendo was one of the best sports games ever made yeah. i preferred 97 on the saturn yeah i remember that being pretty good i don't know if i ever maybe once or twice did i play the nhl arcade game the nhl i mean was it was it the nhl version of blitz yes. and nba jam yep. like exaggerated crazy oh, no penalty arcade stuff everything. okay yeah. yeah i don't think i ever i may have played it once or twice but i never I certainly never got into it that much. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, a possibly very unpopular limb, and say that I think I actually preferred... What are you about to say? Blitz to NBA Jam. 
Get out of my pool house right, right now. Sorry. Get out of this pool house um, recording studio. But, uh, really? I mean, NBA Jam, when it first came out, obviously was groundbreaking, and you wouldn't have these other games. Well, Arch Rivals came first, but NBA Jam really took it to another level. I remember... But Blitz was just so much fun. Did you have it for the N64? Blitz? I think I did. I had... I'm I pretty sure I had it for something. Yeah, well, it was only it was out on Saturn. the 64. It wasn't out on the Saturn. Okay. I'm pretty sure I own that. I think I got it for a birthday one year yeah. or something, but... No, oh, I loved that game. But I remember NBA Jam. Okay. You're probably going to... This is going to strike a chord. Do you remember... I wonder if you're going to say what I'm thinking. If I not, I'm am. about to say what I'm thinking after. Three letters. Q, V, C. No. Do you remember... Oh, never. That wasn't <laughs> it. The look on your face was awesome. Do you not remember? I remember this for Earthworm Jam, and I remember this for NBA Jam. Q, V, C, it was like YouTube before there was YouTube. They would have these games on QVC. Oh, I see. Before they came out. And we would sit there and watch it. I think we ordered NBA Jam on QVC. I'm pretty sure, Mom. If you actually want to listen, go ahead and confirm that or not. But I don't I'm pretty think Mom sure, listens anymore. I'm pretty sure we, we, we ordered it on, <laughs> through QVC. And I remember watching them play it on QVC, which is hilarious to think about these, these idiots on QVC selling steak knives and fluffy, fluffy In the kitchen with puppy Bob. shirts. And yeah, yeah. Playing um, NBA Jam. But I remember that game was so big for us when it came out. We hooked up the Genesis in the living room. To that play that it. was always a big event. When yes, we, moved we did that for Street Fighter, and we yep. did it for NBA Jam, maybe Eternal Champions. I think we did it every Christmas. I think we moved it out there. But yeah. those were the two that really stuck out for me. So but I played the hell out of that game on Sega. And do you remember um, the the bonus characters? If you did Ark A R K, he got Bill Clinton. I, I knew he was in it. Yeah, and if you did and Bob Net, Dole, for which is T E N Tennessee yeah. backwards. Oh, it was Gore, got, right? Yeah. Oh no, it was Al Gore. I was about to say Bob Dole, but yeah, I think it was Al Gore. No, but I think there were others in it. Um, so what I thought you were going to say, I know we're talking about arcades, but oh, I I'm really gonna, messed you up with the three letter thing. You thought I was going to say it? No, I get it now. Do Q, you know but I went QVC. No, um, I don't know. No, oh, I have no okay. idea. Um, so when we got NBA Jam for Genesis, and you had to create your, uh, I don't know, your profile, I guess. Right before we started playing, well. Do you remember what, before I give you too much of a clue, do you remember what my, where you would typically put your initials for your profile that you would create and log into? I use that term loosely. No. I just remember, I was always my, I was always KJW. You were KJW. Mine was MFH. Mother effing. No. (laughs) You don't remember what that stood for? MFH. It was something. My farts hurt. Close. My finger hurts. (laughs) Because right before we started Ow. playing, my incision hurts. <laughs> M I H. <laughs> Damn it! Right, right before we started oh my playing, God, this, I think I like I jammed my finger or something. Yes. I was like, oh, haha! Ha. Oh, instead of doing my initials, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put M F H. You and Nick are my finger hurts. And then, and then I spent so much time playing that game, and I regretted it because later on, I I played a lot. I racked up a lot of wins. And I'm like, well, now my initials are just, just MFH MFH. instead of SCW, like it should have been. But it was a bad decision I made the first time I played, and I had to stick with it. But that's I had forgot about that, but now that you say it, I, I remember it yeah, clear as day. That's where I thought you were going. And then uh, you had the crazy, like, big head mode and yeah. all the other random things. But Not to mention just the, was it Marv Albert that did commentary? Yeah. He's heating up. Yep. He's on fire. 
And by the way, those voices for some reason sound pretty darn good on Genesis. It wasn't like Better the Street Fighter. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else in sports games? No, I think that's pretty much it. I, I, can you remember any other sports games other than those? Seems like there was more, but I guess that was really it. I, I mean, mean, there was tournament the, edition. Well, okay, so we're going to cover spin-offs. it later. But I was uh, going right. to get into yeah. racing games, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah sports yeah, yeah. games. Uh, unless you want to, I mean, we never really played it, but like Golden Tee, like the golf game. Oh gosh, the ball, yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. Eh. Those became yeah. popular more after we were. They're popular now if you go to a bar now and you see Yeah, you see them in bars like all over yeah. the place. But uh, yeah, I'd say NBA Jam and Blitz were the main two. Okay. So next, I didn't know what's it called. These other than vertical shooters. I think that's what they're called. And I know there's yeah. more than this, but I'm not remembering them. All the 1940 games, 1941, 42, 43, 44. Those games were so much fun. Yep. Galaga, Raiden, I think, was an arcade game also. Yep. Or Raiden, I don't remember if it was Mortal Kombat or Metal Gear. Um <laughs> But all those vertical shooter games were so much fun because you just moved the joystick around. You had two buttons. You had a shoot button and a special button or a bomb button or whatever it was. And you just, you held it down and you're just... Bah, 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 the games bah, where you bah, could bah, just bah, hold bah, it bah, down bah, bah, bah. were the best. Yeah. Not, um, you know, if you had to like rapid tap, that was annoying. The games where you just hold the you button You should just have just a built-in turbo, yeah. Right, yeah. That's really, I don't, I can't remember any others other than those, but they were fun as hell. I know that. Uh, the other thing I have is, I don't know what else to call these, but like the cabinet games where you would sit down and they were shooter games like yeah. Jurassic Park, Star Wars, the arcade game, freaking awesome. And one of the true gems of the, the 32X. 32X. My God, that game, that was perfect. That's a twap. That's a twap. <laughs> and then, of course, Afterburner for crying out loud. So much fun. I, I don't know that we had, I can remember playing the Jurassic Park arcade game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not in Just Fun, but I remember playing it in Texas. That putt putt, probably. That's, That's probably where we played. played oh, did you put it on here? I've already forgotten the actual name. The oh, I did. Cowboy game. No, the cowboy. Right, I'm gonna have to look that up. But that's where we played that too. But <laughs> cowboy. Um, yeah, that that sounds right. That was probably down in in Texas. I honestly, I looked forward to those trips. All right, we're gonna have to take a a side trip down another memory lane here. Let's take a let's before take a detour we just keep here. talking about uh, video games, but. I remember looking forward to every summer going to going to Texas on vacation. I know what you're going to say. And we would always go to Putt-Putt. Yeah. And along with Putt-Putt, there was an arcade. Yep. And Putt-Putt was fun. Okay. Except but I really one. look forward to the the arcade. We play a round of mini golf, and then we go in the arcade and just go crazy. And that was orders of magnitude better than just fun. It was just so much better. It was like twice as big and it had... It was bigger. They had better games. Like, like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I was going to say... Gary we, just I, wrote me back. Man, I love that guy. Sorry. Keep good going. for him. Um, just going back a little bit. Um, I know we talked uh, off air about this a little bit, but... Go ahead. Just when we were... You know, I was probably... Six, seven, eight years old, you're nine, ten, eleven, whatever. And uh again, mom, if you're listening, we had weekly Sunday late morning, early afternoon trips to the mall. Yep. Taco Bell. Every weekend we'd eat Taco Bell in the food court. <laughs> She'd give us money in the arcade. Oh. And we would go to uh E B games 
and yeah. or Babbage's. And we would oh, usually Babbage's. get to buy, she would let us buy, I don't know uh, if we each got one. Right? Yeah, we'd get EGM a mag, like, or Game EGM, Pro or Game, Game Pro. Fan. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, now, a, that's these, one thing to go on another, to go on a detour from your detour. A tangent, tangent. I, I love the internet and everything. But there's but something But I just miss, and the magazines, magazines. are so like Game Pro is still out there. EGM's gone. But Game nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. But yeah, the only time I do is like if I'm like flying somewhere. All I'm the like, same oh. information is free yeah, online. Yeah, of course. It's right. dumb, but I'm like, I miss holding the video game magazine. Anyways, continue. Yeah, but, Back to your detour. Well, no, I mean, that was pretty much it. But was it those same trips or something else where we would... Also, or maybe instead of getting a magazine or something at EB Games slash Babbage's, that we would get like an action figure. We would each go and pick out like a Ninja Turtles. Like KB Toys or something? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, was on separate trips or was that the same trip and sometimes we decided to get a magazine, sometimes we decided to get no, I an don't, action I, figure? No, it was pro- no, it probably was the same trips because obviously the magazines, they were once a month. They, they didn't all come out at the same time, but I don't That's think true. we were looking for magazines every week. So it's right. probably, I mean, we weren't getting action figures every week, but. Right. But yeah, it was an either or kind of a thing, I think. Yeah. Right. Let us know, mom, if you actually decide to listen to one of our podcasts. Thanks for the help. And uh, yeah, I don't think she's listened since the Christmas <clears throat> episode. That's nice. Um, but I remember even aside from those Sunday mall trips, random nights during the week where probably when mom was working nights occasionally or when she's doing her Irish lessons, (laughs) Irish speaking, yeah, yeah, whatever. And we would go out to eat with dad. And sometimes we'd go to the mall, to the food court to eat. And then it was always like, um, uh, uh, dad, do you, dad, do you think we maybe could have like a a couple dollars to, to go play at just fun? And it was like the biggest thing. And it was like a couple dollars and we probably blew through it in like five minutes. But right. Those, those $2 were probably the best $2 ever spent in terms of bang for your buck. Yeah. Well, and when you know you only had eight quarters, you're going to, you're going to use them wisely. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get on Street Fighter 2 or something. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But you're going to get on something you know that you can make those things count and you can get more than a couple skee-ball throws out of them. Right, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, moving on. Um, I think that's it for the, the sit-down shooters. Yeah. Um, the next, the other kind of shooters, um, the light gun shooters, we're talking oh Area God. 51. This is when we get Virtua into the good Cop, stuff. Time Crisis, things of that nature. Lethal. You have lethal enforcers. Oh, dude. Oh, did we have... We had it for Saturn. Or do we have it for Genesis? I was about to say Genesis, but why would we... We had it for one of them, but we didn't have the gun. We had to use it with... Either, whichever one we had it with, we had to use a controller, because we had to do yeah, that for Area I think 51. We did, I think it was Genesis. But if you look up a video right now, go ahead, right. of Lethal Enforcers, put it on mute, whatever. Lethal Enforcers was so bad. But when I started thinking about arcade memories and everything, when I found Lethal Enforcers... It clicked in my brain. I went to YouTube and was just like, oh, my God. I had forgotten how good this was. Area 51, we played it the hell out of it in the arcades. We played it on the Saturn also. It was one of the few games we owned for the Saturn. But it was so good. And it was so much fun. Uh, Virtua Cop was fun. The Terminator Terminator 2, I remember being pretty sweet and pretty violent. I think that was one of the ones where you hold, like, you couldn't pick up the gun. It was mounted to the cabinet. But it would, it like, rumble. The, the rumble pack. Yeah. Oh, good old Konami when they used to yeah, have good back music. They were good. Um, Time Crisis was great. Sega. It's funny when I go through this list. Sega made some amazing arcade. Oh, games. I definitely remember this game. Yeah, 
Yeah, hello. But we just you just moved the D-pad? We used the D-pad, yeah. That's pathetic. But I don't remember if it was... It came out for both. I just don't remember if we had it for Genesis. I think we had it for Genesis, not Saturn. But um, I'm pretty... Yeah, this was not Saturn. I mean, this is Genesis that I'm looking at here. Yeah. It was great. It was so wow. much fun. All right, I got to look up this. So I don't know. That's one of the, the, the genres that has kindly, kind of survived um, throughout the years. You'll still find... You know, shooting games at like at Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. When I take the kids there and stuff, um, there's other games that are still out there. They're not as memorable as some of these, but you know they've they've stood the test of time better than a lot of fighting games and stuff have. All right, so this is probably as good a time as any to bring this up. Um, when Kevin and I first discussed doing this podcast, one of the things I mentioned. Which, again, I remember playing this. I think the only place I ever played it, the only place I ever saw it, was at the, I guess, it was, I don't know, the Putt-Putt Arcade. Oh, yeah. it was Putt-Putt Golf and Games. Putt-Putt Golf and Games. Yeah, so it was right. the arcade yep. at Putt-Putt down Inside, in, uh, right. in Killeen, Texas. Uh, and they had this game. Apparently, it's just <laughs> called Time Traveler. This is actually a good segue from the Lethal Enforcers right. to this. Um I have the Wikipedia Time Traveler was the name? Up. It was just called Time Traveler. Okay. Yeah. But it was... I don't even really remember how it played. I assume there was a light gun I don't, kind of thing. I don't even know... I remember looking at it more than playing it, is but, what I remember. Yeah, I think I only played it once or twice. But basically, it was... I use this term loosely, but it was a hologram video game. There was no screen, per se. There was no background. And all I remember is there's this cowboy guy who really just kind of popped up in front of you on a, on a small sc- I was about to say screen there was no screen but it was not a life-size cowboy but it was this small little cowboy and he would he was talking to you and it was almost like um what were those games like uh <coughs> what were the game like dragon's lair games where you had to like it was basically like watching it was like a cartoon. Choose your own adventure, almost. Yeah, and right? then something yeah. would, ha- you know, like Dragon's yeah, Lair, yeah, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah, a cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then something would happen. And you would need to go. You'd either need to hit left or right, and you need to hit the right to right. Is that kind of thing? And right, it was right. essentially like a movie that played out in front of you in hologram form, and you just had to hit the right button and hit it quickly. And I don't know. I just remember. I think this was probably before. Mortal Kombat, or maybe around that same time, to where it, I mean, it was fully was it was digitized graphics, but it was almost more it like was a full motion. Hologram. It was like a full motion video hologram somehow, right? Yeah, I guess you know what I mean? Because it was like it wasn't really... like Mortal Kombat. Like you go from this animation to that, right? You know yeah, what I mean? It was full, it was, yeah, it wasn't sixty true. frames per second or anything, but it was pretty smooth it was for the time. Like watching a video, yeah, it was like an interactive video game, interactive <laughs> video game. <laughs> Imagine that, um, but I don't know. I've I've never heard anybody outside of the two of us. Even and we never saw anywhere this game. No, this Texas, is the only place right? I've ever yeah, seen okay. it. I think. Well, Cowboys, uh, Texas. You know, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, anybody listening out there, if you know what I'm talking about, great. If not, look up Time Traveler arcade game and see if this rings a bell. Um, if anybody else out there has ever played this game, I want to hear about it. Because um, we're not crazy, we know it existed. It definitely it's exists. on the internet. I, I just Googled. Hologram cowboy video game, <laughs> and the first thing that comes up is time traveler. So that's definitely it. But, but that's all I'll say about that. 
Any other light gun games you can think of that I'm forgetting? Uh, I mean, maybe Duck Hunt, like on a pick eight or whatever uh, well, it was. I can't remember if that was ever in the arcades, but I mean. I mean, Area 51, I think, is That was the really creme de la creme. Yes. And there were, wasn't there things in different areas if you shot all the barrels or if you shot, there's like bonus stages, like secret areas you could get to if you yes. shot certain things. I don't remember or, how it worked, but yeah, there definitely was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I played that because they have it at, um, what do you call it here? Game? Room? Oh, they had it at, uh, it oh, God. Rec Room. Rec Room. They have Area 51. Yeah, they had Area 51 there. They had Street Fighter 2 Turbo, but some of the buttons didn't work. That was frustrating. NBA yeah. Jam worked great, though. That was a lot of fun. It did, yeah. Um, we played together. We lost. That pissed me off. They came out. That that was, that was CPU overtime. assist That was computer overdrive. assist. Yeah, yeah, that was crap. Yeah. Bastards. We'll go back and get a rematch sometime with a computer. Can yeah. you rematch the computer? I don't know. Probably not. All right, next. Now we're getting into heavy hitters. Uh, Light Gun started it. Next, racing games. So here's the ones I wrote down, and these are just these are crazy memories. Uh, Daytona, USA, Wave Race. I, I think I wa- remember Wave Race more on the Nintendo 64. Well, there was Wave Race. I couldn't tell and you. Then what there was the Wave difference. Race 64. Well, no, there was Wave Race, and then there was Wave Runner. Oh. And. If you ask me, they're the same exact game, but right, they right. were two different games. But well, it's like I, how a Sea Doo is a jet ski. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I don't even know what that means. A Doo, <laughs> like Wave Runner is Wave. I don't want to laugh. I wave mean, it's race. two. It's two separate games, but I think Wave Race. I think when you think of arcade games, you're probably thinking of Wave Runner. Okay. And I think Wave Race is. It was an arcade game, but I think it's more well known for. I got yeah, the N64 version. Then you also had Sega Rally. Uh, again, Sega with their, I think it was AM2, right? Doesn't that sound right? Their, uh, it sounds right. Their hardware, their arcade architecture. Sega Rally, Virtual Racing, and I, I mean, OutRun wasn't that. OutRun was way before, but OutRun was yeah. a lot of fun. But I remember being blown away by all three of those games. Virtual Racing first, then Daytona, and then Sega Rally was like, I, and they put it out for Saturn, but it was not like it was in the arcades. We own, did we own that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But it wasn't the same as it was in the arcades, but those games were so much fun. I mean, there was a lot of pop in and stuff, especially on the Saturn, not as much as in the arcades, but right. racing games were so much fun. And then there was good old Cruise in USA. And to then, me, that's, that's the best. That was it. I, I mean, Daytona will always hold a special place in my heart, but I think as far as arcade racing games go, I think Cruise in USA was, was the top. Yeah. So many memories. It's it's sad that, like, Chuck E. Cheese exists. And again, if kids just want ticket games and stuff, they don't really care. But they don't know the, not even a renaissance, but the amazing, I don't know what it would be. The golden age of arcades is what we lived through. And just going down this list, these are some of the most important games ever I mean, basically, I think arcades started dying around the... Saturn, PlayStation, 64. They didn't make it to the 2000s, yeah. Right, and even, well, they certainly weren't, dead or even dying by Super Nintendo, but even Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat coming out on home systems, you could say it was kind of the beginning of the end. And then by the next gen systems, we had surpassed what, what yes. really what could be done. Right. Arcade the, games what and, you could put in one cabinet for right. a reasonable price. <clears throat> one other, I forgot, uh, MotoGP, is that what it was? The motorcycle the racing The one where you ride the motorcycle. Yeah, and you, go, and you, just yeah. Lean and you do all that. It was so much fun. Yeah. 
All right, next on the list, beat em up game. So these are the two heavy hitters. There's only two categories left. Beat em up. I'm just going to read these off and, and see if this tickles your fancy and uh, whatever other weird phrases I can think of. <laughs> beat em up arcade games. X-Men. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wait, was yeah. it just called X-Men? It was just X-Men. Now, the fighting game was Children, Children of the Atom, but we'll get okay. to that next. Yep. Spoiler alert. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was the arcade game on the Nintendo. Yep. And then Turtles in Time. Simpsons. Holy crap. Just, so good. Just hold on. Let me get through all these, and we'll go back through them, because these are some of the best games ever made. Final Fight. Double Dragon. Golden Axe. Do you remember King of Monsters? That game was fun. I think it was is an SNK like game. Godzilla. Kind of where you're going through. You were It was side-scrolling, but the city was kind of like at a diagonal, and you were going through, and you're fighting. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that kind of sounds familiar. Captain America and the Avengers. I remember that more on the that home I, systems, but man, that was so fun. I was going to say, I remember that being a home system game, and it, and was, it was not a beat-em-up game. It was a platformer. Really. I mean, not a platformer, but a, certainly it wasn't a beat-em-up game, unless I'm thinking no, of a different was. game. What was the game where you could choose Captain America? You could no, choose that Hawkeye. Was it. That and was you chose it. the each level was a different city. For whatever reason, I remember Charleston, West Virginia, was a city, and uh, something South Carolina. Do you remember this? You just said Charleston, South Carolina. No, it's Charleston, West Virginia. Maybe I said that, but Charleston, West Virginia. Is that right? Or is Charleston, South Carolina? Charleston's in South Carolina. I'm gonna look this game up, but. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Maybe uh, I'm thinking. Maybe this is a different game, but it was definitely something with the Avengers. The other one I got written down here is Cadillacs and Dinosaurs because that was just fun. That was just stupid. Sunset Riders was another one um, I had forgotten about, but I just heard they did that on Game Scoop last week. Um, but but the heavy hitters there, X Men. I remember when we first heard X Men was coming out for the Genesis. We were just for some reason thinking it was going to be the arcade game, and it wasn't. It was a good game, but it wasn't the arcade game. The Ninja Turtle games, obviously, they're, they're some of the best beat-em-ups ever. The Simpsons, if I just tell you, if you're a kid and you just watch The Simpsons now and you have no idea that The Simpsons arcade game ever existed, I don't even think looking it up on YouTube will do it justice as to how much fun that game was and how many quarters we wasted in that game. But I didn't even care about The Simpsons, but that game was just so perfectly made. Um, Final Fight, a lot better than it was on Super Nintendo because you could actually have two characters and stuff. But yeah, X-Men, the Turtles games, and Simpsons are the ones that, that hit the hardest for me there. All right, so I have a, a walkthrough pulled up for Captain America and the Avengers for NES. And no, I'm lot... Genesis. I'm talking Genesis. Okay, well, I'm talking NES. Well, then that's not the same game. Okay, but this is what I think of. And there are a <laughs> lot more levels than I remember, but each level was a city. And there was you could be, that was it. You could either be... Captain America or Hawkeye, pretty slim pickings on the Avengers. And the levels were Tampa, Miami, Mississippi River, New Orleans, <laughs> Montgomery, Columbia, Charleston, Pittsburgh, Richmond. And from what I remember, these levels looked nothing like you would imagine these cities looking. But Probably it was not a beat-em-up game. It was more like, I don't know, almost more like an 8-bit version of like, remember the... Of course, you remember the Genesis X Men game. Yeah, it was almost like an eight bit version of that. So now they beat them up. Not like Ninja Turtles or anything like that. But that's what I don't remember an arcade version of this game. Uh, what am I looking at here? Kevin's showing me something. I'm showing him it for the Genesis. Oh, is this Avengers? Yeah. 
We this rented the hell out of this Hawkeye, game. Wow, I don't. Let me go back here. I'm not remembering this at all. You don't remember. And this, this is game? what the arcade game was like. Yeah. It was so much fun. I remember. Was I was it just Captain, Captain America, America and the Hawkeye and the Avengers. Yeah, this guy's just playing as Hawkeye. Not Skullface. Not Skullface. That was a couple 20 years or so before he came to be. But anyways, we spent too much time on Captain America and the Avengers. Um, but yeah, let's... Um, all right, so the... Okay, Ooh, first of all... Here's the arcade game. When I think of half of these, when I think of Final yeah, Fight... It's the arcade game. It's the same thing. There's Captain America. Well, it looks a lot we better. We had so much fun with this game. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. Okay. But when I think of... And we've said this before, and you disagree with me, but when I think of Turtles in Time, I don't really remember that much in the arcade. That To me, that is a Super Nintendo game. But again, I don't think we had that at Just Fun. I think it was just at the bowling That, that could be and why. And by that time, you weren't you had quit bowling, and I hadn't. Right. But when I think of Turtles in Time, nerds. when I think of Final Fight, Double Dragon, Golden Axe, Captain America, The Avengers... <clears throat> I don't know what Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is, but... You don't remember Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? When I think of those, I think of console gaming. Yeah. When I think of arcade beat-em-ups, I think of three. Simpsons. And? X-Men. Yep. And the first Ninja Turtles. Yes. X-Men, Simpsons, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. I uh, want so badly that someday I'm going to buy one of those arcade cabinets. Oh, that I would love it's, that. It's just a computer inside with all these em- emulators of. I mean, you could like yeah. 600 different arcade games. Right. It just because I want the cabinet. I know I could. You just want download yeah. You want the hard. I want, you want the, the actual. Yes. The freestanding cabinet with like a 32 inch TV in there and everything. I want the feel, and I'm going to go put it in the man cave whenever I, you know. So many years from now. How? Since I don't really remember the. Oh God! I'm about to sneeze. Um, I'm gonna keep talking until I sneeze. Stand by. Um, how? Uh, I think it's gone now. Um, that was just she said. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, You're gonna so sneeze. Ninja Turtles arcade game versus Ninja Turtles arcade game. And yes, big difference. So I remember the first level. You're going through the building that's on fire. Yep. And I can picture both of them. I remember exactly how they look yep. graphics wise. Whatever. But after that, I don't remember really any subsequent levels. But was the NES the game, sewer. other than graphics, obviously, did it have every single, did the levels follow the same as the arcade game? It did, except they had two extra levels. They had the snow level. Oh, I remember the, you the get drill the things came yeah. out and then somebody would get come the out end, you fight them. like a big, like, mutant, like... Sasquatch kind of thing. No, he was like a like a wolf husky or something, yeah, or a wolf yeah. or something. Um, and then the other one was like, uh, kind of like the hyperstone level where you fight, uh, Tatsu. It's like a dojo or something. There's a level like that too. I don't remember who the boss is of that level. So those were the two extra levels. But then you still, you get to the Technodrome when you fight Krang, then you fight Shredder and all that stuff. Um, those games were, and that's like, man, this is why I want an arcade all in one system someday. Oh, I thought those are like thousands of dollars, right? Not really. Well, the, I was looking at one a while ago. I can't remember what it was. Maybe seven, eight hundred dollars, something like really? that. But you get uh, that's like probably worth it. Hundreds and hundreds of games. Yeah, I am all about that. So, we'll see. We'll see if I have enough disposable income for that someday. All right, last category here. This is the uh, the mother load. The fighting games. I mean, this was arcades for us. Period. Yes. Let me run this down. 
Street Fighter 2 and all its iterations. Mortal Kombat and all its iterations. X-Men Children of the Atom. Marvel vs. Capcom series, which I wasn't really a big fan of. I didn't like the tag team stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Killer Instinct was a lot of fun in the arcade. Combo Breaker! All that stuff. Uh, Virtua Fighter, Virtua Fighter 2 really was just so much fun, so much better than Tekken. Not even close. Primal Rage, all the SNK games, uh, Samurai Showdown, King of Fighters, Fatal Fury, Art of Fighting. Uh, the other Cap- Capcom game, uh, what was it? Darkstalkers. Um, there was the WrestleMania, the arcade game, which was a Dark lot of Stalkers. fun. Was that the one where there was a bunch of like vampires? Yes. And- yep. Okay. I mean, like really, like. All right, so let's uh, let's kind of since you hit the big ones first, let's start from the bottom and work our way up. Uh, going back to the old Fort Drum YA. Yeah. The game that I remember playing there is WrestleMania. Yeah. That's the one I remember playing there and not... I don't remember that being it just fun. I don't remember... I probably played that elsewhere, but when I think of that game... We played on the home arcade version. Sure. Right. right. When I think of the arcade version, I think of YA. Um, Youth Activity uh, Center, actually. Yes. Um, Dark Stalkers, I don't know. I remember seeing it. I don't remember playing it I didn't it play much. it a lot, but a lot of people loved it. Yeah. Um, the SNK games... I'm. I think we I think played Fatal confused. Fury more on the Genesis. Right. Yeah. And we are the Samurai came Showdown out on Genesis too. too. Well, and we own Samurai Showdown. I've still got it up there. I just don't have anything to play it on. Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Samurai Showdown. I definitely played in the arcade. I remember. I remember playing, Samurai Showdown. I still. Two I think also. of that as and more three, of a really. Genesis game. Yeah. And I don't remember anything about two or three. Primal Rage was stupid. But it was so stupid that it was fun. Like, do you remember Primal Rage? Fighting as the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs and the... Yeah. Mortal Kombat meets dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. And all the little people running around. You could pick them up and eat them for health, I think. Yeah, I forgot about that. And they had fatalities. I don't remember what they were called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Did that come out on... uh... Didn't we own that? I don't know Saturn we, or 32. Didn't we own it? Somewhere? It came out on like every system back then. Yeah. I thought we owned it somewhere. Um, but yeah, so Virtual Fighter, we, we've touched on this before, but the original, I remember being very, I, I could be wrong here, but when I picture the original Virtual Fighter in my head, I picture blocks rough, on blocks on rough blocks. polygons. Like, yeah faceless characters. Maybe they had a face. I don't know. Well, Akira and Jackie and them. I mean, you but can Virtual tell Fighter who they two, were, Virtual Fighter 2 took it to leaps a, and bounds a whole other level. Yeah. yeah, they actually had faces and things were somewhat smoothed out. And um, I don't know. I, I never got too much into them. I prefer my fighting games with fireballs and special. Yeah. Yeah, not just but it was funny because Virtual Fighter 2 was supposed to be virtual, like like real fighting. But then right. they would jump, jump and it'd be like you were on the moon. Air. Yeah. yeah. But it was so much. I loved Virtual Fighter Two. It was it was one of my favorite games. I played the hell out of that on the Saturn. Killer Instinct. That's another one. I remember that in the arcade, but I almost at this point think of it more as a Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. Didn't Tim own that? Tom did for sure. I think Tim. Tim, prob- did. Tim owned every freaking game. He, I don't know. He sure seemed to. But yeah, um, that honestly, I think was a pretty good. 
port. It was a good port for going to a 16-bit system to, for clearly yeah, yeah, not a 16-bit arcade game. Yeah. Right. I think that game turned out pretty good. And yeah, just the crazy combos you could break off. and Combo breaker. Um, so Marvel versus Capcom. Did you like the whole tag team thing? I didn't like the tag team, but I looked past that because I thought it was cool where you could, you could fight play Ryu, fight Ryu versus yeah. Mega Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a cool game. I don't I don't like the whole two-on-two two thing, but I remember that game being pretty sweet. And you had, yeah, it was Street Fighter, Mega Man. Um, who else was on the Capcom side? I don't know Marvel. Dark Stalkers was on there. Some oh, of the Dark that's, Stalkers that's characters. Right. Yeah. I remember... They should have had Bionic Commando. I don't think Mega they did. Man. Oh, he should have been on there. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a pretty good game. Um, X Men obviously was great. That's we one played, of the regrets I have of my Sega of our Sega Saturn growing up is that we somehow didn't own Children of the Atom, and that was, by all accounts, a just picture perfect port of the arcade game. We probably played that. That is a solid number three arcade game. Yeah, behind Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Berserker Barrage. We played that, and you were always Wolverine. Yes, you were. Cyclops. I was always Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. You're freaking kind super beam the Ryu up, like, and the Ken whole damn screen. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember uh, who else? Colossus was good. Yeah, yeah. Psylocke was, and I remember Psylocke Jubilee Psylocke was, there. was there. Yeah, it was basically everybody from the X Men X Men cartoon in the '90s were in this. Pretty much, yeah. Storm and oh, Juggernaut was huge. Oh, Juggernaut took up the like whole screen. The screen. Yeah. I'm the Juggernaut. Yeah. B. Um, all right, so Mortal Kombat. So this is where between Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat, um, what are your memories of Mortal Kombat? What are your first impressions of Mortal Kombat? I remember being in awe of what we were seeing with, with the violence and everything. I remember when we figured out how to do the fatalities, it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But I remember more than any, more than one, three, or ultimate three, I remember putting more quarters into two than any of them. I would take Mortal really? Kombat 2 over three or one pretty much any day. Mortal Kombat 2 is definitely my favorite. Yeah, there's something about three that just got two. They did the combos. They introduced and combos, yeah. and they introduced, it was a lot of, just the fighting style was totally different. Two was similar to one. It was just one but, perfected, I would say. Yeah, exactly. And then three changed. More characters, better graphics, um, more stage fatalities, two fatalities right. per character. Oh, uh, yeah. Was it two or three where you could drop the Mortal Kombat arcade game? That was like two. Liu Kang and two. Uh, or was that three? No, that was... Wait, did they have two fatalities in two? Or was it just one? Because Liu Kang had the dragon thing. He had the dragon thing, but then he had the he still had the just stupid the cyclone and uppercut. Sub Zero had the uh, he could freeze you from just like a couple body lengths away, and then jump close, yeah. uppercut you. Or you could do from the other side of the screen. He'd throw the snowball the at you. And you'd, well, ice ball, obviously not a snowball, and you'd explode. Yeah, you had two fatalities. Yeah, I think it was in. I, I want to say it was in both. Yeah, the dragon in three when they did the animality. Three was that his animality. So, okay. Yeah, that was um, two was pretty good. I don't know. One was so. I think in terms of gameplay, two's probably better. Oh, yeah. Two's definitely better. 
but one there was never any even more like so than before. Street Fighter. Yeah, more than Street Fighter or any of the X Men, Marvel versus Capcom games. Mortal Kombat was something we and probably anybody had. It was different than anything we'd ever yeah, seen yeah. before. I mean, Pit Fighter came before it in terms of graphics and stuff. But, but the see, violence that's that was I nothing. think of as a Genesis game, yeah. not an arcade game. Um, but yeah, just the graphics and yeah, the violence. Uh, that was. Where did we first play that? Mortal Kombat. Because I think this is where our stories kind of start getting confused. Mortal Kombat, I don't know, but I'm I know I'm right on Street Fighter because I can teleport back to being in that restaurant right. and I pick Blanca and you pick Dalsim or whoever yeah. it was. All right. Um, Mortal Kombat, so, I don't remember though. I still say Mortal Kombat. We played maybe at the Syracuse airport. Okay. Shout out uh, Syracuse. Back when you Orange could, room. you know, yeah, really, you could go through security wait for right, people. Right. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't security. There was no security, and that's why um, it all happened. But yeah, we would go and wait for Graham and Grandpa White to show up. Yep. And yeah, you just hang out at the game. There were arcade games. That, I don't know. It was just... It's all kind of ridiculous to think of now, but that's where I first remember playing that. So what's, And then, of course, uh, Street Fighter 2. <laughs> um, what's the best? You have since convinced me that your story is accurate and yes. mine was wrong. I thought I remembered... The first time I played Street Fighter playing as Blanca, because you see, like, dude, dude, chick, dude, 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 fat dude, big dude, and then green monster guy. Holy crap, obviously, that's the I'm going to pick, pick the green monster yeah. guy. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, when we first played it, Kevin actually chose Blanca. And for some reason, I chose Dawson. Who would never? We would never. I don't think I ever chose Blanca again after that first time. All right, and I don't think I ever chose Dawson right, right. again. Then we eventually figured out that Ryu and Ken were the way to go. But yep. talk about. I mean, is Street Fighter? Well, I mean, you forget that there was a Street Fighter One before Street Fighter Two, so it probably started with Street Fighter One. But we had it on the PC, didn't we? We bought it after we had played Street Fighter well, Two. Well, right, not when yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah just because yeah. it was horrible. But, but so did Street Fighter the original? Did that uh, originate the down to forward punch special move that we all know and love today? No, Street Fighter Two. I don't remember what it was in Street Fighter One, but I know when I was but it reading wasn't up, down to forward. No, I don't punch. remember what it was, but Street Fighter Two, from what I remember and what I've read recently, recently, recently. I mean, it certainly that was the first game we ever played that had yeah, down yeah. to forward punch. But the Mortal Kombat. Too, I would have thought it started in Street Fighter One. I think it was Street yeah, Fighter maybe Two, not. but I mean, Street Fighter One was just a pathetic game. When you go back and look at it, it was just horrible. So yeah. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. I mean, when you look back... One of the most influential games but, of all time. Yeah, maybe not graphics-wise, but gameplay-wise, Street Fighter 1 to Street Fighter 2, still the biggest leap. Oh, yeah. Compared to 2 to 3, 3 to 4, or 4 to 5. Yes, yes. without a doubt. But So what's the best Street Fighter 2? What? What is the best version of Street Fighter 2? No. Uh, what? What? Whack. <laughs> Whack. Um, uh, if you're going to put me on the spot, 
you're you're including all the alpha. Or those? No, 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 no. Those were those alphas. Street, I'm saying Street, street Fighter Two Champion Turbo Super I would say Super Turbo Super Street. Whatever we owned on Genesis Super, super. Street Fighter, or was that Super Street Fighter Turbo? It was just it was Super, super but, but you could do Turbo speeds. Yeah, Super Street Fighter that. Two Turbo only came out on the 3DO back then. Which makes no friggin' sense to wow. me. And it came out of the—I remember it came out of the PC, and we never got it. We really wanted it, but it was probably like seventy or eighty bucks or something. We never got it. Yeah. Um, I still say Street Fighter Two Turbo, and like I said, Street Fighter Two Champion, special champion for Genesis, was one of my top ten games. I—I I, I say Turbo is the best, just because I didn't care about the extra cap. Uh, See, I don't—I don't either. But there's something about. I mean, it added the red Super. fireball for Ryu. Maybe that's really sweet. I feel like there was enough. And other Ken and Ryu got more. Ken and Ryu got more differentiated then too. Maybe it was just the Genesis. Ver- I think the Genesis version of Super Street Fighter was, at least graphics-wise, quite a bit better than Champion Edition. It was a different. They, the, the art style changed a little bit. Maybe I wouldn't say it was it is, different, yeah. but it definitely changed. The, and the, the the life bars, the health bars, and everything changed too. Right. Yeah. Uh, if I'm on the spot, I'll say Super Street Fighter 2 okay. for Genesis was the best version of that. Maybe that could be if we do our Versus series. Maybe that could be our first entry. That could be. Interesting. All right. Well, those are our arcade memories to go along with the release. Not as happy release as I thought it was going to be of Street Fighter V. Um, you know, let us know what some of your favorite arcade memories are. If you guys are around our age, you know, early to mid-30s. Tweet us at two-player underscore co-op. Tweet us at KevinWhite24 or at RealSeanWhite. Let us know what some of your favorite memories are. If any of these games we talk about struck a chord and, and you know took you back in the past, twin times were a lot simpler and quarters were really all that you cared about. Sigh. All right, so we're gonna try this whole video game guessing thing again. So yeah, we we so last week apologized for last week. That was brutal. We've uh, we've learned the the error. Of our ways, and um, we don't really have a name for it, but we've come up with it's kind of a hybrid of our twenty questions and guess who. Um, So we're going to get away from the characters of Guess Who because apparently that is much more difficult than we could have foreseen. It didn't go so well. So we're going back to video games instead of video game characters. However, we're going to play it in the style of Guess Who. So, so we're going to call this... Alternating questions and first person to get it is the winner. We're going to play a video guessing game. I don't know if that's corny or not, but I came up with it and I just wanted to say it on the air. So um, I won last week, so I get to go first. All right, fair enough. All right. My game. So the game I'm guessing. So we're we're clear. We've got pen and paper here because this could get confusing. Yeah. Did this game come out before January first, two thousand? Originally. Yes. Okay. Did this game come out before January first, two thousand? Originally. No. Did mine come out before? Same question. Nineteen ninety. Uh. Come on. Come on. My pen's not working. Did mine come right, what out was your before 1990, January 1st? It did not. Okay. Uh, did we own this game? Yes. yes. Uh, is this a 16-bit game? Yes. Okay. Is this a... Uh, all right. So you straight up said we owned it. Now, again, that doesn't mean when we both lived together, we owned the game. You own this game. 
You own and this you game. owned it. We both or have owned, owned this game. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So that means it's <laughs> way more information than you needed. So this could go quickly. So it's not going to be an N64 because you never had an N64. I did not. Um, is this a PlayStation Two game? Yes. yes. Okay. Good. Damn. A 16-bit game was this? Uh, was this? Did this release on both the Genesis and the Super Nintendo? Um, I don't know why this is so hard. No, you'll. Yeah, hang on. We don't have a. Oh, I need. That's I need she said. Scott. Samba. <laughs> Rasan needs to remind me that. Um, I'm going to say yes. Oh, I would hope so. It's either a yes or a no. So it came out on the, the Gen- did it come out on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo? Yes. Okay. I'll say yes. What does that mean? You'll say yes. Don't do this it's, crap it's yes. like you did it's last yes. time. It's a yes. It's not crap. It's I'm trying. When to I went honest. back and listened to last week, when I asked, no, this is not. This is not. This is not you trying to mislead me. Tom Foolery. Me. This is. I'm trying Who to is be. Tom last name Foolery. Foolery, comma Tom. Um, all right. After 2000, a game we owned on PS2, possibly separately. Is this an action game? Uh, it has action elements, but it is not just an action game. Okay. 16-bit Genesis and Super Nintendo. Uh, let's go this route. Is this a Konami game? Ooh. Did Konami make yes. this game? Really? Wow. Wow. Well done. Um, oh, okay. But now when I said did it come out on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, I mean the same game, same title. I feel like you've already... Because like I'm zeroing in on is. one, but I don't know I feel like you already is. know what it is. I, I might, but I don't know. Okay, just continue. Technically, a different title. Uh huh. I know. I hope I'm right. Okay. All right, you went first, so I'm gonna get an extra yeah, 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 chance yeah, yeah, yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, action elements. <laughs> PS2. Um, is the series still active today? Are there still new releases coming out today, or um, <laughs> is that pretty dead? Not anthologies. Not any of that. Like new versions of this game. I don't know if there will be another game in this series, but one came out last year. Okay. That was not like an anthology or Correct. whatever? Correct. A new, okay. new entry. Um, is this a licensed game? You always confuse me with that one. Did it exist before it was a game? It existed before it was a game. Uh-huh. Crap. All right. Um, okay. I feel like you already know it, which I'm is impressive. Pretty sure I do, but I don't know which system. That's what's confusing because it had a different name on both systems. I think. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it's just two different games under the same title. You're like, damn it. I can't, I can't tell. You, I think you may. Um, I'm pretty sure I do. I'll get more specific on the next question. And then I'll, I, I'm so far away from I'll look at your face. Um, <laughs> after 2000, PS2 game that we owned... Action elements. Uh, does the main character use guns? Yes. yes. Is, is 
is this game about small cartoon characters? Yes. God. All right. But I don't know. It, it just depends how specific you want to get. Okay. So are we playing that if you guess the game and it's wrong, you get two you questions. Lose? No, you get two questions because there's got no. Cause you got to get it right. Okay. We're going to do like we were trying to do Guess Who before we just sucked horribly and took a half hour to play this stupid game. All right. Um, But you know for a fact that I own this game. Yeah. On PS2. I'm pretty damn sure you did. Yes. 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 Do you control a human? Yes. Is the game... You're just going to flat out guess it? Or are you asking another clue question? Is the game Tiny Toons Adventures? It is. (laughs) This is what I mean, like... I don't know the don't subtitle, know the subtitle. <laughs> Super Nintendo or the Genesis. I will I will count that as successful. Boom. So, um, so I need to guess it now. I mean, I need to guess yours. Uh, as a game you definitely owned. I'll give you a question. Think I own. I'll give you a question and a guess. I'll, I'll give you a question and a guess. So this is a game we owned. Well, of course we owned it separately because the PS2 is mine. You're positive that I owned it or own it. I mean, I still have all my PS2 games. Um, action elements. There's technically a new one last year, and you use guns. Is it a first-person shooter? No. Okay. Now I've got the Tiny Toons theme song stuck in my head. Yeah. So do I. Um, all right. I'm thinking of PS2 games that I own. Where I use guns, but it's not first person. Focus on the last year question. I'm trying to think of PS2 games that I own where I use guns. You're human, and it's not first person. God, Tiny Toons, that game was so, and it was so much better on Genesis, too. Um, I don't think I'll get it. I don't know. I gave up. It's the second in the series. I won, but I just want you to guess it. Came out in 2001. The other thing I can think of would be something like Grand Theft Auto, but Mm-mm. that's obviously. But it was, was 3D. Grand Theft Auto three. It was three D. Was the first in the series a PlayStation One game? Yes. yes. I mean that doesn't help. Oh. I'm just trying to. <laughs> it's not like I'm locking onto anything here. You want to know who made it? Yeah. Konami. Konami. They basically just do... What do they do? 
They do Castlevania okay. and Contra. Uh, uh, and Metal Gear. Oh. Solid too. Thank you. <laughs> Crap. You owned it, right? After you got almost all the dogs. I owned it. Yeah, that was yeah. one that I owned. You told me, you basically said, you need to ask for this for right, Christmas. Right. Trust me. Okay. okay. This game is fantastic. Um. Guns, yeah, crap. That should have been easy. I can't believe I got uh, Tiny Tunes that quickly. That was insane. So, what is it? The were you looking at the Super Nintendo or the Genesis version? Genesis. Okay. Sega Genesis, nineteen ninety three, Konami, Tiny Tune Adventures, Buster's Hidden. Oh my God, that's right. Yes. Konami, nineteen ninety three, Super Nintendo. Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster Bust Loose. Yeah. Buster Busts loose. Buster Busts. Buster Bust. Um, wait, Buster Bust. Buster Bust. I don't remember how different these games were, but it was like, it came out the same year. Yeah. It was clearly, so that's why I was like, ah. I would have never, never guessed guess Buster's, Buster's Bust Loose or Buster's, Buster's Hidden Treasure or whatever the hell it was. But I knew, I, rem- now, I remember Buster being in the title. Right, yeah. That, I would have never, I would have never gotten it. Yeah, you got that a lot quicker than I thought you would. Okay. As soon as you asked, um, what did you ask? Oh, about it. When it was a when Konami, was Konami game, game, I was like, bam. Once you figured out I don't know Konami. why. When you said Genesis and Super Nintendo, so I knew it wasn't going to be Super Castlevania or Bloodlines. Right, those are obviously different. Right. Yes, yeah, I was like, those are two completely different games. Or tiny. I mean, they're still different games, but they're both called Tiny Toons Adventures. You're you're Buster in both of them. It's just yeah. you're running around and it's a platformer. You're jumping on people's heads. That was gonna be my next question. If Konami, when you said licensed, I was like, okay, it has to be Tiny Toons. I don't know what else it could be. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't, I never would have got it. Right. Oh. Oh, I just got I just got messed up. All right, so since we've switched to this new format of the guess who back and forth format, yes, you are three and zero against me, oh, and head to head. So that really means our overall <laughs> score is like four to four now. Yeah, I mean it's debatable. If if we're combining, uh, if we're combining. No, I think those are two separate because I'd rather just win one rather than be tied with you. And all right, so you're up overall. three nothing and four. You're down one to four in the other version. How did we do? Twenty questions. Oh, we all, we never got one wrong. We just so that was went. yeah. So we never yeah. Okay, that makes. Sense. I, w- I would have to go back and check the tape to see. I think in general, even those you probably tended to get in fewer questions than I did, but we just basically looked at it as it's a can gift. you stump yeah. the other person? It's you 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 do have a it's gift, a gift. For, I, for these I, games. I will say this went much better than last week. <laughs> I, That's about how long these games should usually yeah, take. Five so, to ten um, minutes. I think I approve of this new format. Yeah. All right. I like it. All right. Uh, so as we mentioned earlier, uh, this is our tenth episode. Um, we made it about eight or nine episodes longer than I originally thought we would. So yay us. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, my wonderful fiance, Brittany, who I've given several shouts out to. Um, shouts out or shout outs? Shouts. <coughs> I think shout it could probably shout be outs. Shouts. A shout out. out is a thing. So shout but outs. But shouts. Out. Outward. I would say shout outs. Uh, I've given I her multiple shout outs. Um, so she wanted uh, her own little segment here to give us some kind of surprise. Special um, guest. And yeah, uh, our first special guest, the uh, first time 
anybody other than the two of us has actually spoken on this podcast, uh, here's uh, Ms. Brittany. Uh, feel free to jump on the microphone if you'd like to introduce what you're about to do here. Because we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, we have no idea. This is totally... There's, there's a big box on the table. Uh, she put a big box on the table and yeah, it's some kind of surprise. So here's Brittany. This could be what's like seven. Box? This could be seven. What's in the box? So, hi everyone. I'm Brittany, obviously. Uh, so, listening to these guys' podcasts, um, obviously a lot of the video game stuff kind of goes way over my head. Um, didn't really play a lot. Sean always corrects me on what systems I actually had and what we still have. She doesn't even know if she owned a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo 64. Oh. It is a Super Nintendo, but she always seems to think it was a Nintendo 64. Well, the so Nintendo 64 was pretty super also. That sounded stupid. Well, Sorry, we'll I tried. Ahead. Well, it was also the, it was originally the Dolphin. Ultra 64. Or no, the Dolphin was the GameCube. GameCube was a Dolphin. Never mind. Anyways. Yes, but Nintendo 64 was originally the Ultra 64. And I still think Ultra 64 sounded cooler, but anyways. Yes. All I know is I had Duck Hunt, and I absolutely loved it. Okay, but that's original Nintendo. You own the original Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. Well, fine, fine. That's what I have you for. Uh, (laughs) So listening back at their Christmas podcast, um, there were a lot of cool things that, you know, they said that they really loved and they wanted, and I... I thought that it would be good timing for uh, episode 10 since, you know, obviously they've done a lot of hard work and have gotten here, um, and I always look for more shout-outs. Hint, hint, wink, wink. It uh, took him long <laughs> enough, but he finally got <laughs> it's okay. there. It's okay. Uh, so I thought I'd get a little special gift, and um, it's here on the table, and uh, we already made some seven references, so uh, why don't you oh guys God. find what's in the box? Right. Is, if there's a head in the box, I'm going to gonna run away screaming, box. and we're still going to upload it. All right. That was such a great movie, by the way. Oh, my God. It's full of blood. This is oh my God. a severed head. Where's oh Kevin God. Spacey? There's, there's a head in here. Oh, my God. What's in the box? Oh God. It's a head. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. What in the world? Open this. What? This? Yeah, open that. All right. Wait a minute. What's in the bag? What's in the box? What the... <laughs> Wow. What is happening right what now? What is happening? All right, so this first bag in a box that I just opened is um, X-Men 2, a.k.a. Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. For Sega Genesis. Keep going. I'm also looking at Mortal Kombat. Abacab. Mortal Kombat. Abacab. Abacab. For the Genesis. blood code. But I don't remember how to spell Abacab. I just remember that A-B-B. A-B-A-C-A-B. Yeah, really. A-B-B-A-C-A-B. I think it's two Bs, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat, Earth. Oh my Gym, God! Rocket Knight Adventures. This is just a treasure trove of of awesomeness. Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, you'd be the Raptor. Much the the best version of any Jurassic Park game that's wrapped in bubble wrap that I'm not going to try to open. Another bag. Oh, a Genesis controller. Um, another Genesis controller. Like, okay, the Super Nintendo Jurassic Park was pretty good. It was, but it wasn't. It was completely. It was completely different. It was like they were trying to be Zelda with Jurassic Park or something with first-person shooter elements. All right, uh, we got some stickers and coupons in here, and. Uh, yeah, and we just straight up have 
the greatest the video game the console original ever made. Sega Genesis in here. Holy crap! Not even the newer. The one not even had, the with the old one that has research. that has the headphone. Yeah, jack I was gonna say with the volume, with the volume on it, slider, which we we definitely, we definitely did use that a few. I don't know why. And HD graphics apparently. Hold the Sega up. Genesis right on it says high definition graphics. I had forgotten that before that. It says it has high definition thing. graphics. That's what it says. <coughs> so I'm pretty sure this is the original one. I hope I didn't. No, like this, is the, this is because I talked to people and I like talked to video game like store owners and tried to make sure I got the right one and didn't screw up and get one of the newer versions that has come out. No, this no, is this like is in like perfect, perfect condition. Hey, so do you still have Samurai Showdown upstairs? I've got Samurai Showdown <laughs> and... Because now we forgive Mom and Dad for throwing out Special all our... Special Well, I mean, well, we still don't forgive them because we missed they out They threw out a lot of our games, but at least we have a way to play Holy the games crap. we do still have. Genesis only comes with one controller, so I had to buy a separate one. That is amazing. Wow. I, I did, did not, not expect this. this. I don't even know how you hooked this up. <laughs> You use, you use how, how RCA cord? Red, white, and yellow. Yeah, that's what red, I don't know. I don't know if you're missing yeah. some hookup. No, that's no, got, no, that should got be power, it. and it's got the red, the, the, the AV, the red, white, and yellow. This is phenomenal. So All right. You did uh, good. How yes. in the hell? Good job. Abacab. Um, All right. So shout out to Brittany. This yeah, is shout a phenomenal, out. Major phenomenal shout gift. Um, so retro video game night. This weekend, we got any plans? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. This is phenomenal. Wow. Wow. I'm uh, I'm speechless. This is pretty fantastic, Brittany. You that is that? not what I was Dude, expecting. Clone Wars. That's so good. I just remember when you turn that game on, it's just like boom, and you're playing. There's no yes, you start startup the, screen. You start in the snow stage. You're in the snow Correct. level. It's your just beast? your be- or Nightcrawler. You're blue. You're definitely you're, you're blue. one of those blue guys. But yeah, you turn the game on and you're just thrust right in the middle of battle. This is phenomenal. Brittany, um, thank you. Yeah, shout Kudos out to, to you. Brittany. Shout outs for eternity to Brittany. Uh, this is a fantastic what, gift. What year did Rock Night Adventures come out in, Sean? Uh, it was beat 1993, yeah, yeah, yeah. not 1994. You, uh, you got that right. I just want to see you guys play this stuff. Oh, this is fantastic. These are some of the, these are these are seriously some of the best video games ever made. Oh my god. And they've wow. got the Do they have the Oh my god, they've got the instruction, they have the instruction books. books. Remember how all the Genesis instruction books were black and white but Super Nintendo got the color ones? No. Another reason how Genesis kids got screwed. I remember that really? game. I don't know what the heck that means. I gotta speak in the microphone. I remember Game that Players being Ultimate. I remember that being a thing that it was like an Ultimate game or whatever. But I don't know what I don't know I don't know who that is or what gave them who gave them the ultimate rating. But yeah, I remember that being on the uh, on the packaging. So on the back of Earthworm Jim, from diehard game fan, whatever that is, the best game ever to hit a screen. This isn't the game of the year. This is the game of the decade. I, I, I may have you to could, agree with that. You could argue that. You could make that point. You could argue, you could argue that argue with Earthworm Jim. I mean... Remember Queen Slug for Butt? Yes. Remember the booger level where you're like... You're, you're, the, the boogers stretch all the way down and you're like on bungee cords of boogers? Oh, God. Yes, I do. This is, I do now. We can still... We can enter this drawing also from Rocket Knight. 
the 20, has 20, expired? 20, no, I'm sure it has, but okay. 23 <laughs> years later, we could probably, we just get it. Add it. That would be hilarious. Yeah, just put a stamp on it and send it in and see what happens to, to Illinois. I mean, there is no, the fact that you actually have to put a stamp on it is hilarious. I don't think Konami's still in Illinois. Could we put a 1993 stamp on there instead of a 2016 stamp? I mean, there's no expiration on this, so we probably couldn't. What are your favorite magazines? Do any Sega of Visions. Exist? Never heard of that. Game Pro. Yes. Video games and computer entertainment. Could you come up with a more generic name? Wow. Comics. Literally just, it's called, just comics. called comics. Uh, game players slash Sega Guide. Nope. nope. Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yep. And Mega Play. I will say, I will say it's a toss up between EGM and Game Pro. Game Fan was really good too. Game Fan didn't get as much love as those two did. We'll talk about being off on a tangent right now. Game Fan, I remember they had the more their covers were more like sturdy. I remember like Game Fan covers being and stuff. Like more like high quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the papers they used and everything was just Yeah, maybe there wasn't any more content. Maybe it was just thicker paper or something. But um Yeah. Wow. This is this is something else. Um so I was gonna get Crusader of Senti also, but it's like $200. you can't get that. No, that yeah, game yeah, is yeah, impossible. Yeah, don't do right. that. We just we blame just mom and dad for that because that game is like, yeah, you could get even if you just get like the box for Crusader of Senti without the game, you're paying like 70, 80 bucks or something stupid. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's something ridiculous. But um, yeah, we've got enough here to to keep us entertained for quite some time. So fantastic and high definition graphics. I do remember I, that now looking at it, but I have I mean, no it idea. looks it doesn't look out of place at all. But oh. it's just hilarious. That I mean, compared to Nintendo, the NES they were they were high definition. We didn't know what that really meant. Yeah, but I mean, it had blessed processing. So Heck yeah. Um, now that I think about it, I remember you asked me a while ago about what version of the Genesis we had or something. <laughs> And I remember thinking at the time, well, that's a weird question. And well, then I just never like, had any follow-up questions. Like, yeah, we had the one that had like a volume thing on the front of it. And I'm very sneaky. Well, that's yeah. like that's me like with me. Jess when when we went to Target last week. And she was like, oh, you like the 3DS. So you, would you want that more than the Vita? You know? And I was like, well, you know, I thought I wanted the Vita more. But Nintendo, the 3DS probably has more good games and stuff. Didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, happy Valentine's Day. Here's a 3DS. I'm like, what? where the hell did this come from? Wow. Usually when we start asking about video games, there's some hidden motive. Yeah, you gotta... You yeah. gotta yeah. Spoiler alert from now on. So, all right. So women women be sneaky. Order your official Sparks. I remember... I remember... God, I remember these like it was yesterday. An arena. It wasn't a claim for some reason, but this probably goes back to the publishing thing. That it was That's arena right. and not a claim that did the, the Mortal Kombat for Genesis. Abacab. This is hilarious. Oh, those graphics are just so high you know, definition. Know, we're looking at the back. I remember of looking Mortal at Kombat like, like Luke Kang's fireball. Oh, and it says oh, Luke Kang's fireball. fireball. That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. It just says Luke Kang's fireball. <laughs> Sub Zero's ice ball looked different. It was more blue yep, yep. than yeah. The life bars were different. Fantastic. All right. Wow. Well, All right. this is going to be fun. This is hours of entertainment. We've just been gifted here. So thank you, thank Brittany. you, Brittany. This is the jinx. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Shout out to you. All right. all right. Well, well again, again, you can find, you can find us, us on all your favorite uh, podcast services. We're on iTunes. Are we on Google Play? Did that ever? It hasn't launched yet. We're on there whenever they launch. Yeah. Okay. We'll be on Google Play. We're on iTunes. Well, I mean, I say iTunes. It's not even really iTunes. It's just podcasts. podcasts. On Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. 
We're on, what are we on? We're on SoundCloud. I didn't say Twitcher. I finally did it. I said Stitcher. right. SoundCloud. Uh, We're on Twitter at 2player underscore co-op, C-O-O-P, like coop. Um, coop. Except two player coop. We're not coop. We're not up in the hanging with Mr. Cooper. We're not hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, oh man, I miss TGIF. Uh, you can also find us. I'm at Kevin White 24. He is at the real Sean White. No, just real Sean White. Uh, well, uh, no I mean, the. So there's no the. That would be too many characters. Twitter doesn't allow that. That's yeah. Well, I'm the real Sean White on Instagram, and I tried to get the same thing on Twitter, and it was one character too long apparently. So I had to take the the out. Brand recognition. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate everybody being here for ten episodes. Um. This was a big milestone. Hopefully we'll make it to uh, triple digits out of the double digits. Maybe. Thanks, for everybody, for, uh, for listening to us. Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.